Well, how is your hope doing, champions? Half your number lies dead before me, and I have not moved from this spot. How are we feeling? You know, at one point I actually had some sympathy for you, but the more, the more I think on it, I realize you're just an asshole. Yeah, no, I had him living in my head for months. Why do you think I have, like, zero sympathy for this guy? I look directly at Adol and I just... I shrug. I don't want to give them the satisfaction. Oh, that is... Where is your spirit? You are fighting for the future of your species. You are also dour. Oh, that is unfortunate. Yeah, well, if I'm dour, it's because some jack-off has been in a cave for the last six months trying to... threatening to kill off the entire human race. So, forgive me a little bit. Do you understand that no one is on your side? Absolutely no one is supporting you. Oh, I am aware. But... That is not an unfamiliar sensation. I have pitted myself for far longer against things far greater than all of you. This is... almost routine. Why? What is the point at, at this point? No one has your back. No one wants you to do this. Why are you doing it? At this point, principle. And there we go. Right back to the where I said, you're just an asshole. You're the kid stomping on the anthill because he can. Spare me your sanctimonious ramblings. As though you've never acted out of spite to kill an entire race. No, I think I'm fairly free from that particular sin. Questions of scale are not impressive to me. It's a little concerning to us. I'm sure it is, but you are not concerning to me. Just lecturing me about sanctum. Yeah, like, seriously, does he even hear himself? Well, I am certain we are all well past the point of attempting negotiations. And you are all still very short on time. So, would you like to advance this situation? Came here to do a job. And then Adol shifts slightly, and Roxanne, the two second-generation angels in your coterie, bad news and emergency, both like full-body flinch, and then do a quick teleport over to Cam, who all this time has just been standing there, again, motionless, staring at Adol, point of his rapier in the ground, and each one puts a hand on his shoulders and then lower their heads 
and... Well, they don't have eyelids exactly, but something about them conveys closing their eyes. And it'll just sort of tilts their head a little bit to the side and grins almost coquettishly. And then gives a motion with one hand and the two Roxanne fragments start walking towards your group. And they step out in front of Adel and then there's a quick tip, tip, tip and the three first generation angels are flanking the two of them and they look at you all the three of you the eight from the greater conglomerate the two from the wushi yoshia the two others from your cell and the last remaining dhea member and the one with the slight red aura about her just puts one hand on a hip and tilts her head and is, I really don't like these numbers. The blue one says, yeah, this kind of fucking sucks. Oh boy. I think they're making fun of you. I mean, in a way, no, because they are me in a sense. They are very explicitly you, but also not quite. And then... A couple of things happen in very quick succession. The two of them take each other's hands and just give each other a little squeeze. And as they let go, they both change. With the red aura changes less dramatically. She's still very visibly Roxanne, but whereas before she was almost this like statue-esque, just like, I guess, Barbie anatomy, perfectly smooth, head to toe, no clothes. Now it's still the the white, the, the porcelain white like skin, but the hair is long and straight and like styled in a way that you've never done, Roxanne. And also she's just wearing like kind of nice clothing. Like a shin-length white dress and a green tunic over it with a brown leather belt around her waist. Sleeves are kind of poofy and come up to nice tight cuffs just under her wrist. She's got a couple of necklaces on. And the blue one changes quite dramatically. She grows a foot her body turns to like 40% opacity. You can see a skeletal structure under there, which Roxanne, you don't actually know if you have in your angelic form. Sure. But there's bones, but no organs up and down. Her hair is snow white and wild and long to the order of several meters. And the end of it seems to taper off into a snake, just like a snake's skeleton that is slightly animated. She has this 
crown that is some kind of skull. It is sort of squatter, whiter than a regular human skull, and it has two huge demonic horns sticking out the front of it. She has like a big, glowing, shimmering cape with uh, the, the collars made out of stars, it almost looks like. And in addition to all of this, she now has a tail that looks almost like a spinal column that seems functional for what it is. Got it. And the red one surveys all of you and then bips out and Steiner, Gregory Fye just kind of loses his mind for a minute. Do I need to roll something? No, you don't need to roll anything because when she reappears, she doesn't appear in front of you. She appears in front of first one small group and then another and another. And every time she does, you all can't tell quite who she's pointing at, but she says you every time. And then when she bips back to be next to her sister, she says in true speech, all of ye on me. And then there is a roll and a shudder and then the battle starts around you instantly as Abraham, Melissa, and Dietrich start attacking the other ravens. And then the three first-generation angels, Yellboy, Casual, and Post-its, all also begin to attack the other people in the tunnel. The red Roxanne swings a hand out and a massive flaming broadsword manifests in it, and the blue Roxanne fragment twists her hands, and a long, thin silver trident just rips out of the air into her hands. I see what you're doing. (laughs) And they too assume fighting stances. What's the plan here, players? Well, what I want to do is there's a thing, there's an effect that I can do and use magic, which is to banish a spirit or curse from the person, object, or place that it inhabits. I'm hoping that'll work on the ones that Red Roxanne hoodwinked. That was going to be my action, too, so... We'll see if that we, works. We, we can, yeah, we can. You can do one. I can do another. I, assuming I'm fairly it works. certain. Yeah, assuming it works. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and give me that roll. This is a use magic roll, so you do get your hand. It's an eight. I got an eight. What's your glitch? Uh, my glitch. I mean, I feel like the most appropriate is unwelcome. Because yeah, that's that's Red Roxanne probably doesn't appreciate you doing this. I I that's what I was leaning towards as like story wise that seems to be the most fun. So I'm gonna go with un- well immediate unwelcome attention. All right, and who are you targeting with this spell? Um, who were the three that were? It's the three leaders. Oh, all the leaders. Uh, yeah. in that case, let's do. Melissa. 
because she's the most important, I would say. You figure that out. I'm not like I mean, trying to be an she's asshole. She's the leader like of the entire conglomerate. Hmm. All right. So what does this spell look like? How is it formatted? Grant does the motions and says the words, and then kind of the mo- and the motion at the end is he takes his hand, puts it like, he doesn't have to move at all from where he currently is. So he takes his hand, puts it up to like roughly where Melissa's head would be from his point of view, grabs it and just sort of like tugs, tugs at it like a rope and hopefully the stuff would come out of it like a smoke. Well, it doesn't quite do that. The sort of feedback sensation you get is like a crack appearing in a shell. Okay. So I've weakened it a little bit, but probably haven't undone the entire thing, I guess. Yeah, you can tell that there's a moment where she like stutter steps mid-strike, but she definitely does then immediately get back into pitched combat with... Honestly, it's the entire rest of Midcal that's still around that's jumped on her just because they know how she fights. And while she knows how they fight, it's a sort of experience game here. Yeah. See, I would have gone after um, uh, either Dietrich just based on him strong or A, just because <laughs> I feel like one, God, it would be tragic if he just killed his daughter again. Or also, his like healing powers are probably super, super helpful. Uh, I mean, it's, it seemed to have partially worked, so that is up to you on what you want to do. Yeah, but like, it's real fucked up that he, he would have to fight his daughter after that, even being mind controlled. Well, either way, you have made a bit of progress, but have not succeeded. And, uh, I mean, you're giving me narrative justification for a thing I was already going to do, so cool, thanks. (laughs) You you do this pulling motion and you feel the cracking, and then you hear one of the Roxanne's just go, oh, fucking would you? And then there's a step, and then you are just slammed from the side by a massive flaming broadsword take three harm subtract armor and give me some kind of roll to avoid being lit on fire um magic armor so i would like to tough it out and then get my plus one from the armor sure that's a 10 all right you have successfully not been lit on fire hooray good because i don't know if I could survive being lit on fire. Managed to avoid <laughs> drowning. The, the opposite of drowning, actually. But um, <laughs> who's next? Uh, I'll go. Uh, I'm also going to try to break out, um, the me- try to at least crack the mental control a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go for Dietrich. Is that right? Dietrich. All right. Um, Dietrich. Thank you, Dietrich. Uh, I'm going to go in a different route, though, to see if it's more effective, and I'm going to manipulate someone. Huh, okay. Uh, tell me how to do this. Um, I'm kind of pulling from the whole Slenderman fight, where I'm literally going to try to slap some sense into them. Hmm. You did do that with use magic, though, but alright. 
I mean, I can do that too if you want, but it, I just thought I'd use manipulate someone because we rarely, rarely use that. You do very rarely use that. My ch- I have two charm, and I never, I really ever, never do that. <laughs> That's because when there's a, a move that requires you to roll charm, I wind up pointing it at somebody who doesn't have two charm. <laughs> Colin, what? <laughs> Colin's a smelly weirdo. He has no charm. <laughs> also, his character is a bit of a loner. <laughs> I knew it was coming. It was funny anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, had to be just the, right the, for that. The, the yeah, like if if it was any shorter or any longer, it would not have been funny. Okay, okay. So if you are trying for a repeat of the Slenderman fight. Then, uh, what I'm, I actually need you to start off with an act under pressure because right. that has like physical contact, which means you need to get within hand range of Dietrich, who is highly uncooperative right now and yeah. exceptionally physically dangerous. Pressure, and I still have a plus one as a boon to act under pressure, so I'll use that now. Alright. And that was the last boon I had. So that's a 10. It's a 10, so you can get within hand range, no problem. You can try and reach out, put some magic in your hands, and clap him on the sides of the head. So go ahead and give me a use magic roll. Okay, Eleven, so close. Well, I mean, I don't have, actually don't have advanced use magic, so it doesn't matter. But eleven, I'll take eleven. All right. What's Theatrix's last name? Uh, man. Theatrix <laughs> man. Man with two ends. All right. Mister Man, get a hold of yourself. I never expected anyone to address him that way. That's very funny. (laughs) (laughs) I know, there was a little sigh. I don't know if you heard that. I did hear it. Bring your hands up, clap him on the ears, and you also, I mean, unless Grant called it out, you don't know this also, but you also feel a, like, cracking of some kind of shell that you just impacted on. And, uh... Well, he is actually going to attack you. Yeah, I figured. Because he stumbles and then immediately whirls back around on you. So good news is, because you made him stumble, you get a plus one to this... Well, what do you want to do to get out of the way? Most of my defensive abilities hurt somebody, which I don't want to do, so I'm just going to try to... Rope-a-dope, I guess. I don't know what that means. I'm a dodge's fists. Muhammad Ali. You know Muhammad Ali? I know Muhammad Ali. I just am not familiar with rope-a-dope. You know the bit where he, like, purposely puts himself, like, in the back corner and just dodges and weaves all of the stuff and makes him look foolish? Oh, okay. Is that what that's called? That's rope-a-dope. I was not aware that that had a name. All right. That sounds like an act under pressure roll, then. Well, never mind. I don't need that. <laughs> I have an advanced right. act under pressure. 
Okay. So the action you are performing is a dodge. So do you want to do that to absolute perfection, or do you want to do that and something else? Um, I don't hurt him, but I do have the stun ray, actually. So if I could just, like, slow him down a little bit. All right. I'll let you roll kick some ass to pop him with the stun ray. All right. Another 12. Wow. Good God. I'm I'm going to roll terribly later. (laughs) I see if I've advanced kick some ass. Um, Yeah. Since I'm already suffering no harm, uh, everybody gets a plus one. Hooray! Let me interject there. You don't know that. Dietrich's not the only person on the field who has a problem with you. Well, this would be specifically for him, though. Right, but the effect applies to you. And three harm and unstable. Okay, I will take the advice of the GM. No harm at all. Sorry, I'm chat says no plus one. I'm I'm at five harm and unstable. So like the the reason I suggested that is because there are you know the three angels and the two Roxans, and while one of them smashed Grant, the other is not at all spoken for. So any one of those four. Also, Abraham could have jumped in on you. Yeah, that's fair. So you can pop D-Trick and then just, like, dance all the way out of everybody's range. And you are unmolested for this round. Roxanne. Uh, so I want to roll, uh, read a bad situation. All right. In exactly what context? Okay, so... The question, I, I only really have one question, and I'm telling you ahead of time, so this makes sense. I want to know what's the best way to protect the victims in the context of... Who should I be focusing my efforts on snapping out of it? Okay. So, I will give you the this, the sharp roll. Ugh, waited too long. All the good rolls are gone. All the good rolls are gone. That's a five. Ah, uh, well, I guess I don't know shit then. Can't see shit, Captain. Okay. Well, um, then I guess I'm going to have to use my own judgment, flawed as it is. I believe in you. We've all been doing different things to snap people out of it, so I'll do my I'll do my thing. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna use force of will. Okay. Tell me how that looks. How it looks? Yeah. Huh. I mean, the name is literally Force of Will, so, like, I imagine it's not even, like, it's not a move or a word. I mean, there are physical, like, parts of it, but there is, like, Roxanne stares intently at, uh, I mean, I'm going to focus on somebody first, so, uh, Let's go with Melissa. I feel like she, you know, uh, Grant already did part of the work, so if I can do the other half, I think Melissa would be really helpful because she seems like she'd be more most useful in restraining people. All right. So what it looks like is that doesn't really look like anything, actually. It <laughs> feels like something, though. 
gotcha, gotcha. It's like the physical sensation of inertia and gravity kind of just suddenly changing the slightest bit when you are, when an elevator slows down. Like everything just sort of changed a little bit. And now it's the part where I roll weird. Mm-hmm. I got a nine. You got a nine. So on a nine, you take one harm as the strain of dismissing magic unravels you. All right. So I believe I still get the effect, tempor- the temporary effect, but I take a harm in payment. Yes. There's a kind of rebound as the force of your will hits the power, the effect that Red Roxanne has over the three of them. And again, it's, it isn't like suddenly Melissa is free of all influence. There's a, it is like an impact that hits this shell around her mind, soul, something, but there were cracks that you could feel as you first came in contact with it, and they deepen as you exert your will upon them. And then it's the NPC rounds, and uh, they're going to work a little bit differently. Number one, NPC boons are still on the table, if any of you would like to call on them, but... The guillotine isn't going to swing down quite so much because at this point, you all actually have your opponents outnumbered. So let me start by asking, does anybody want a boon this round? Probably doesn't need to be stated, but the mind-controlled NPCs are probably not going to grant us boons. Correct. Well, shit. Does the previous rule of if they are out of charges that they are... On the chopping block? Yeah, thank you. Is that still going on? Uh, yes, but the chopping block comes up less often now. Hmm. Well, I can't see anything here that they want that isn't from a mind-controlled NPC, so I think I'm... I think I'm good for Wasn't now. there one um the Oh wait no, it's just it was just uh initially left. Yeah, it's just Ashley. Yeah. yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, no, there's not actually anything I really want. I'm gonna be real. Okay. I pass. That's fine. It is the the start of the new phase. Maybe don't have a handle on everything that's happening at the moment quite yet right so then we get to the bad NPCs I don't like those NPCs no they're yeah. I, don't, I don't appreciate them very much so um let's see who do we want to go with first I think it's the Roxanne's this round so uh, you know, Grant, she attacked you earlier. She's just going to kind of keep up that momentum. Red Roxanne is 
bearing down on you with her great flaming sword. What do you do? Uh, I would like to parry with my normal magic sword. I mean, I guess normal magic is an oxymoron there, but you know what I mean. It is normal magic because it doesn't have the magic tag. Right. All right. So roll me act under pressure to parry. Okay. That's a nine. I would like to use my forward from successfully using magic to use a ten. Make that a ten. All right. So you knock her sword aside and she takes like two steps back and then she like takes a deep breath in and she shouts something at you in that language that makes your head ache and you can feel bonds starting to restrict around you. What do you do? Uh, counter magic? Can I can I I literally just want to counter magic it with my own restraining uh, use magic ability so what she's you want to restrain her as she is restraining you you're just gonna take it and put her in the same situation you're just gonna repeat back what she said (laughs) no you (laughs) i mean would that actually work though do you have to actually know the language for it to work you definitely do have to know how to speak the language in order to have it work i mean if you straight up, Grant, just want to like, oh, you're trapping me, well, I'll trap you, and then we can sit here and look like idiots together. I mean, that's valid. Uh, no. Okay, um... No, I was, I was really hoping to, like, just negate it, but, uh, instead of trapping her, but... Can I do one thing that's beyond human limitations and turn into a smoke and just, like, step back from the, uh, from the restraints and let them constrict around nothing? Uh... Probably not smoke, but I would let you, like, go super fast or something for, like, an instant to be out of position. Okay, well then, in that case, I'm going to do that. Eleven. You do it. All right. And then there's Blue Roxanne, who, um, hmm, who's the biggest problem in the room? The answer to that question is almost always Dr. Edwin Steiner. Hey, I'm important. <laughs> You're kind of a, an issue, like all the time. It's nice when people care. So, again, Gregory Fi kind of squawks in your ear, and, like, it doesn't get anything right about what's about to happen to you, but... In the moments as you deal with what's happening, like a part of you realizes that these Roxanne's fight in a way that's really similar to Adel, but just different enough that, like, this instance of Gregory Fi that is trained on Adel is encountering, like, an uncanny valley error, and it's mm. just confused by them. So I know that something's coming, but I don't know the exact direction. Yeah, you don't know where it's coming from, or what exactly is coming, or who. And 
That's good because you also have your like warrior sense that tells you that something long and sharp is about to make a connection with your flank. What do you do? Hmm. I'm like my instinct is just parry here, but I want to see if is there anything interesting I can do here. Yeah, not anything particularly interesting I could do, so I'm just gonna attempt to parry here. Okay. Roll me act under pressure at a minus one. At a minus one? Mm-hmm. Any particular reason? Yes. An eight. An eight. All right. So it's not a straight up failure. Uh, You spin to parry the strike as it's coming in, and Blue Roxanne, as you now realize is the one who's striking at you with her trident, is, despite her slight frame and almost ghostly appearance, uh, real fucking strong. Like, unnaturally strong. Like, could maybe arm-wrestle Dietrich kind of strong. And you have difficulty pushing the attack off of you. Okay. And that means that the trident is able to find its way home. And it just kind of grazes you. So... You're only taking three harm to start. Subtract armor. But then she steps back and twists at the wrist, and the three tines of the trident twist together into a single point. And, uh... This is a tough roll. Oh, boy. For me. On a seven to nine, you inflict plus one harm. The DM is rolling. They're not supposed to do that in Monster of the Week. Interesting. Let's see how this plays out. (laughs) So another harm? Another harm. She manages to lance in and nick you for another, and these two, the points of these two strikes connect and draw a line across you and split open. I'm at two health now. Welcome to the club. And then it's time for Grant Harrison. Grant Harrison is going to use one of his healing EpiPens. Alright, 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 alright. Roll plus cool. Uh, That is an eight, so I could heal two. That also means it's the only thing you can do this turn. Yeah, pretty much. It's fine. Yeah? Yeah, okay. I'll just let that ride this time. Okay. Sounds fantastic <laughs> and not terrifying at all, actually. Steiner. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Also at two harm, and I would like to heal, but I feel like if I do that, Without dealing with the threat first, I'm just going to take that harm again next turn, and that will be a waste. But I can also just fucking die. It's fine. <laughs> You've got how many extra lives? Of all the people here, you are maybe best equipped to just fucking die. 
So are they like a crystal being or? Sorry? The blue Roxanne. Roxanne Voltage. What about it? Are they like a crystal being or is this an ice thing? Is this a fire and ice thing? No, it seems to just be, it reminds you a lot of Damerol. So Magpie's dad. Oh, oh, ghostly thing. It's it's very ghost-esque. The bones inside of her that you can see are uh, crystalline, but you don't have time to take a sample back to your lab to analyze. I ask real nice. She probably stabbed you again. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's probably the re- appropriate reaction to asking if, hey, can I have a little piece of you? Can I have some of you? Can I just, like, chip off a little bit there? That is the appropriate reaction. Stab yeah. them. Yeah, that's right. So instead, I'm going to read a bad situation. Okie doke. Hey, a 12. Guess what? Hey, a 12. You have advanced? Yep. Read a bad. So you can ask three. It could be any question, as long as it's, you know, reasonable. Tell me about that tail. Does that tail look especially dangerous? Uh, not really. She doesn't even seem to be using it for, like, balance purposes or anything. It's just it's, aesthetic. Yeah, it's it's definitely functional because it's, like, moving. But, well, when I say functional, I, I don't mean that it has a function. I mean that it works. But it, it doesn't seem to be doing anything. It's just there because question mark when she chose this form she wanted to have a big bone tail understandable it wouldn't be a Roxanne if not for the commitment to an aesthetic (laughs) be extra about it the twisty stabby thing they did earlier Mm -hmm. does it seem like that had like a range does it seem like it have gone past me if it needed to what do you mean, past you? Well, like it lunged out at me, right? Or was it yeah. just like it twisted? Does it seem like... I mean, this is like a th- I guess this isn't something I couldn't really know just by looking at it. So it doesn't make sense to ask this, actually. Ask it anyways. I might be able to twist it into useful information. Is there like a limit to how far it can stretch? Cause- oh, okay. Um, so... I guess I slightly misspoke here about uh, what it did. The trident didn't like extend like a Sung Wukong staff. It's that she made a second strike, like real fast after it twisted up. I probably just misunderstood that. Okay. Uh, you know what? Third question. So if they're partially ethereal, the only weapon that would be able to damage them would be ones with a magic tag, right? Almost certainly. You know that, like, ghosts and shit can be harmed with cold iron and salt, but this she's probably not a traditional specter, so you probably just need the magic tag. Fair enough. Hmm. Alright, so they have reach over me with that trident. 
and I'm going to be at a fairly sizable disadvantage fighting them hand-to-hand -hand so long as they've got that. Mm -hmm. So I'm not under the impression that I'm going to be able to permanently disarm them with just like a roll. Mm -hmm. I do want to do something about their ability to wield that. Mm -hmm. A lot stronger than me though, so that limits my options. The thought I was having, I, just, like, I had a thought and then I realized, oh no, they're actually way stronger than I am, so I can't do that. Maybe I can just fucking cut the thing. You do have a sword that can cut through anything. Well, mostly, most things. Please. But this is some crazy magical bullshit, though. This is some high-end magical bullshit. But your shit is also high-end magical bullshit. Like, my initial thought was that I wanted to, like, juke an attack and then just kind of grab, you know, get my shoulder and grab around the end of the trident so, like, the, the you know, the forked end was used, you know, harder to pull away from, but then I remember, oh yeah, they're super strong and that wouldn't work, they just yanked me around off my feet. So that was my initial thought. But if I fuck this up, I only have two hit points. Hey, if he fucks mm -hmm. this up, can I roll to defend? Can I try to? Yes, I would definitely allow that. There you go. Okay, so here's what I want to do. This is probably going to be two separate rolls. So first thing is I want to wait for them to, you know, to attack. And while they're like in the thrust of it, I want to turn my crown on to try to like blind them and to make them stumble or run. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. So yeah, just yeah. like that. And if, then if that works, I want to attack the trident. Okay. So, this is going to be two act under pressure rolls. Okay. It's going to be one to get the timing on the crown right, and then another to attack the trident properly. Alright. No whammies. Ten. Hey. Alright. Good start. No penalties on the second roll. So yeah, that happens. They start the thrust, I go on, and I don't know, they get temporarily blinded and they stumble a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the second to try to attack, 11. Eleven. Boy, that could... Nice. I would appreciate a 12 there, but oh well. So, you step neatly to the side, unsheath your sword, bring it up, and... You lop the head of the trident off. And too easy. then Blue Roxanne like shakes the stars out of her eyes, feels the different weight of the trident, looks at it, and there's like a a veil over her mouth, some kind of gossamer sheet. So you can't see her mouth, but you can see her eyes, so you are able to read the frown on her face and you just hear her like bemoan to herself it's gonna take me like minutes to fix I'll take minutes minutes <laughs> is good and that brings us to Roxanne wow you know it worked really well last time I'm kind of feeling like doing the same thing I did with my last turn but like with feeling <laughs> 
And by with feeling, I mean I just hope I roll better. Do it like you mean it. Think harder. Think higher than five. Be stupid faster. Go no. for seven. <laughs> I have, no, I have to get. I want to get a ten this time. Be reasonable with your goals. Fuck you. I got a nine. You have a nine. I got a nine. God damn it. <laughs> I think that's better than last time. I think you rolled it an is, eight previously. I believe I rolled a seven, actually. Um, no, I rolled a nine last time, too. Ah. <laughs> We're both wrong. Fuck it. I mean, I'm going to keep chipping away at this goddamn problem. The same effect, same target? Yes, yes, yes. Stand on that grind. It would make no sense to switch targets. Roxanne's just like, Roxanne's just like been weirdly still this whole time. And like blood is just slowly trickling out of her nose. <laughs> like she's, she's in big Roxanne form. Somehow blood is trickling out of her nose. I don't know. <laughs> That's definitely something you are causing to happen on purpose for aesthetics because you don't have that. <laughs> no, 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 you know what happened. You know what actually happens. It's just like she's standing like stock still staring at Melissa and just like every, I don't know, every time frame around just like a small little crack appears in Roxanne's like body. Or, like, a set of small cracks. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. She is doing something. <laughs> yeah, you're working real hard. And, um, well, someone is a little bit tired of you working so hard. There is a bip just right in front of you, and it's Red Roxanne. And it's a little bit distressing as your own voice just says to you, alright, I need you to cut that out. And she just reaches out a hand towards your chest. What do you do? Presumably, if she's reaching a hand toward my chest, she's gonna, like, reach in there or something. I feel like. So maybe she can go incorporeal. Also, you didn't tell me what happened when I did my thing, but also, uh... Uh, well, you felt the shell chip further, and it feels... The, the fissures that you all have created feel pretty deep at this point. You're definitely, like, getting close to a breakthrough. But you're not there yet. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to do what she did. I'm just going to teleport away. <laughs> she wants to teleport? I'll fucking teleport, too. I forget. Uh, you obviously made a roll. What do you want me to? Do you want me to roll angel wings or that's also cool? So never mind. Please roll me angel wings. I do believe angel wings is weird. It's not. It's cool. No wait. I, no wait. You're right. I, it is weird. It is cool though. It's weird on well. Lay on hands is cool. Lay on hands is cool. Okay. It's cool to have angel wings. I got a ten. All right. Where are you teleporting to precisely? Well, right behind them. <laughs> no. Also, I do really like just enjoy the thought of nothing personnel, kid. No, no, no. I do, do enjoy the thought that we just like I teleport, she teleports, I teleport, she teleports. 
I see you are trained in the art of Zui fighting. We might have to actually try kicking and punching. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite line from that comic. I mean, I don't really know physically where I would teleport to. Because, like, I mean, I guess I'm imagining there is just this, like, kind of sort of strict battlefield line where... <sighs> I don't know. I don't really have an answer for you, is what I'm trying to say. So I don't need, like, exact positioning here. I don't need GPS coordinates, but, like, do you teleport, like, two feet back, straight backwards? Like, do you teleport way out of range? Just give me an idea here. Okay. I just, like, teleport, like, not two feet, but definitely a fair distance away and not directly backwards. Just, like, diagonally to the right, I guess I would say. Got it. And then it's the bad NPCs. So, or, well, I should say it is the NPC round. So, uh, would anybody like a boon this turn? Nah, there's nothing I can think of. None of these things are really going to help me with what I am doing right now. Yeah, I think I'm okay. Alright. Then, that means the bad NPCs are taking action. And... Well, the Roxanne's got a turn, which means it's only fair that the other angels also get a turn of making all of your collective lives worse. Hey, I do that myself. So, Grant, Mm -hmm. you had, like, gone super speed to get out of range of the binding spell Red Roxanne was putting on you. Yes. You slow down and come to a stop, and then a hand gently pushes you on the back, and you fall forward, and keep falling forward, and keep falling forward, and you're okay. You're still falling forward, but you're fine. Okay. You feel fine. You're safe. You're not going to come to any harm. You're you're just falling for a while. I don't like that. Why did you? No. <laughs> no, you do. You uh, like this. This is fine. You're good. <laughs> no, stop it. Stop saying that. <laughs> you're having a good time. Everything is all right. <laughs> Uh, is there any way uh, I can... And then... Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that was... This, this will be a thing, thing for you to deal with in a minute. Oh, okay. But okay. That, that happened to you, and now something else is going to happen to somebody else. Uh, Steiner, you're still kind of in the thick of it. Like, you were... You had to get into the middle of the scrum in order to hit Dietrich, and you haven't really said that you're getting away from it. You just got oh, out of range of thing. immediate reprisal. Remember? You said that I kind of just danced out of range. It was like the follow-up to my thing. Yeah, of like Dietrich hitting you back, you got out of range of, but you're close enough to the scrum to still be like counted in its being. Which means that when 
casual puts his hands behind his back and pushes his chest outward and there is a rain of bronze arrows that issues out of his chest you are in range of that what do you do I'm like how many arrows in general just like a lot uh, enough that this has the area tag well then I'm going to also use my area weapon uh, I raise the particle accelerator up and just blast in the direct just like put that between me and the arrows and just blast in hopes that it will knock them off course or outright obliterate the ones that are going to hit me alright roll me act under pressure Eight. Eight. Okay. So, you aren't harmed by it exactly, but you don't manage to get all of them, like, perfectly parted from you. So, one of them, like, pins you to the ground by your foot. No harm, but... The act of, like, pulling that out and getting back going is going to be a minus one to whatever you do next. Hmm. And then Roxanne, having freshly teleported, there is just all of a sudden, like, something with the mass of, like, a large stone slams into your right wrist from behind and as it swings forward with the impact uh, you can see one of post-its floating hands has grabbed you by the wrist and that means there's going to be more coming what do you do i'd like to what i'd like to do is with my free hand so i assume i'm being grabbed by the wrist that's what's happening here mm-hmm I would like to use the like momentum of whatever like in whatever direction that I'm being pulled because I assume that if it has a ton of mass and I'm being pulled in a direction or something to pull out my whip and perform a complex maneuver and knock like the remaining hands into each other or knock them out of the air alright try and juggle them in such a way that they can't get at you. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me act under pressure. Cool. I got a seven. Uh, a seven. Okay, so what winds up happening is you get a lot of them out of the way, but you're still just like you got one on one of your ankles. You've got a couple of them clinging to like your waist and your hips, one on the opposite bicep of the wrist you were grabbed previously. So you are slowed down. You're pretty confident you're gonna be able to shake them off, but whatever you do next is at disadvantage. Okay. Okay. And uh, I just looked at my notes and realized something as we come back to the PC rounds. Roxanne, have I dealt damage to you at this point? I don't think I have, right? I've dealt damage to myself. (laughs) But I haven't done it to you. Correct. Okay. 
Grant, have I dealt damage to you? Yes. Uh, by what means? The, the Roxanne hit me with the flaming sword, and I avoided being Okay. Fire. Yeah. Uh, I... Did you remember that you are at minus one armor? Oh shit, no I didn't. Um, I'm glad I healed then, because I... Uh, would have only had one hit. I'm glad I, okay. I'm glad I did not catch on fire then, that's what I meant. Yeah, you kind of were supposed to bear that shit. And, uh, Roxanne, you're at minus one armor on your next hit, which hasn't come up yet, but that's still a thing that's real. Mmm, gross. I got hit. Am I also <laughs> at minus one armor, or what? No, you fixed your armor. You fixed oh, yours. Oh, right. Thank you for reminding me, because I completely forgot. And I, I thought this was just, like, an effect, for getting stuff like that, that these cities forgot to repair themselves. <laughs> no. It's it was an effect due to the fire sword angel having yes. an armor destroying effect for yes. you and Grant. You had time to fix yours, Grant did not. And then Roxanne's bug angel from last session also had an armor destroying effect. Although she managed to roll a partial success on it and so it's temporary and requires no fix, just expenditure. In that case, I kind of you want to use an NPC boon and it's gonna be some bullshit but I would like to use Groovy to try and give my armor the repaired tag <laughs> okay well we are passing out of that we have passed out of that zone but you can definitely do that the next time we get there okay I was like I would to be fair, I would have done that if I had remembered my armor was damaged. Next time. Okay. All right. It is your turn right now, though. Yeah, and I'm falling, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, you're falling, and you're fine with it. No, I, I'm really not. I, I don't. I would like to stop. I would like to get off Mr. Bones' wild ride, please. <laughs> okay. So, Grant, in order to stop being okay with it for one thing. Uh, I I need two rules from you. <laughs> and it's gonna be one of the ones you really like and one of the ones you really don't. Okay. So and we're going to take an average. Weird and charm. Sharp and charm. Well, it's the same numbers. Okay, so... Here we go. Eleven... And ten! Holy shit! And ten! Cool. So, full success. Uh, you're still falling. You realize that you're in some sort of, like, weird sus infinite suspension thing? You're, like, hovering three feet above the ground, like, parallel to the ground, your face pointed at the ground. There is some sort of, like, magical force that is generating like wind sweeping past your face in a way that is simulating falling to your brain even though you are not moving and you are kind of stuck like you can wiggle around a little bit but just simply physically moving does not disengage this fall so what you're saying is that my gestures are not interrupted. Correct. 
because <laughs> I want to use wind magic to kind of whoosh myself out of this particular uh, trap and onto solid ground. I, I basically want to turn into Aang and airbend my way out of this shit. Okay. <laughs> sure. That's a 10. Okay. So you could just like pop a burst of air at your back and slam yourself into the ground, completing the fall. And you're like, you're you're okay. You can get back up. Okay. All right. Oh, that was weird. And then... Oh, okay. I didn't know I still had a turn. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you... If you do anything, like, major, you'll be at a minus one, but you still do get a full turn action here. You know what? I kind of actually want to throw dice at a problem and try and read a bad situation. Okay. Is that going to be at a minus one? Yep. Okay. Well, I should ask. It's still a 10. Right. You still get a 10. Um, what's most vulnerable to me? I need a bit more context for that question. Okay, um, like, I'm looking at the double Roxanne's, and I'm looking at the, I guess, three angels, and I know who's squaring up with who now. I want to know which one would most seem susceptible to my particular brand of bullshit. To what end, exactly? Um, like, to damaging them with potentially lethal force? To putting them on lockdown? Or to inflicting some sort of status condition? What do you want to do, I think, is a big like, part of knowing who would be most, most susceptible to it. I know who I know we outnumbered them already, but I feel like we're we're constantly having to put out fires instead of doing actual progression towards like defeating them. So I want to put another person on lockdown. So that's one less fire we have to. So who is most vulnerable to you towards the goal of having less problems so you can make headway? Yes. Okay. So, number one, evening out the numbers would be good. A good way to help with that. And Melissa is almost free of the mind control. And Dietrich is partially free, and Abe is untouched. Okay. So they would be good to release, because not only is that a minus one to their numbers, that is a plus one to yours. That is like a two shift there. Okay. What is the best way to protect the victims, aka the mind-controlled people? Because uh, if I know what to do with them, I can get a plus one forward on my rolls. It's plus one ongoing, isn't it? Yes. And, I mean, what you did, like, worked, it just wasn't perfect immediately. So just, if you want to keep doing what you're doing, you'll get there eventually. Okay. That does help. And are there any dangers we haven't noticed? 
I mean, insofar as you definitely don't know the full capabilities of everybody you're squared up against, yes, there are problems here that you are unaware of. But, I mean, outside of that... There's, uh, there's no extra angels hiding out, hiding out or anything. Yeah, no. There's definitely something weird going on between Adol and then the little trio of Cam, Bad News, and Emergency, but you really don't have the free space to deal is, with whatever the fuck is happening there. That is beyond my bigotry. So, no. At least at present, okay. anything that could be a problem for you is on the field and you are aware of it. And that in itself is information that I am happy to have. Okay. Dr. Edwin Steiner. Okay. Um... Hmm. I'm going to take a gamble and try to heal myself at the ri- risk of not being able to do anything else this turn. Okie doke. This is at a minus one. Is it? For being pinned? But I'm not moving anything. Uh, yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Like, I don't plan to move at all if I can... I mean, like, from this spot. I will do stuff. Hopefully. Uh, come <laughs> on. Give me a... Give me a two. Ah, damn it. Merely a seven. You right. can heal for two. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the risk. So, Roxanne. Yeah. You know, this strikes me as a... It strikes me as, like, exceedingly stupid to take another damage out of this. So, I'm going to try and heal myself, to be honest. I've got, I've got these fucking hands all over me. I'm kind of feeling like shit, so I'm just like gonna try and fumble with these, uh, with the ep- little epipen and try and heal myself. Okay. Because uh, if I try and do forcible again, I'm going to take a damage probably, and then if I take a hit, I'm probably gonna take two damage, and then I will be at full harm, and it will be bad. So it will be bad. Uh, roll me three d six plus your. Cool score. Yeah, thank you. Roll 3d6 plus. Well. well. Okay, well. That's uh, that's still a 13, even with the disadvantage. So good fucking job, sister. Cool. I guess I mark off one use. Yep. Heal two, mark off one charge, and you get a full turn action. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Millhouse. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to roll Force of Will. <laughs> okay. Now that you've got a little bit of wiggle room. Yuroxan just fucking shrugs off all the little hands that are stuck to her, jabs herself in the thigh with an EpiPen, and then under her breath, just whispers, Enough in true speech. And, you know, the same, like, physical effect happens. Yeah. I assume you're still pointing this at Melissa? Yes. Excellent. So, there's there's a little bit of transit time as your intonation reaches your target. And then, like, you, you can feel it happen, but to everybody else there is the more, like, dramatic and immediate physical reaction 
of like mid-strike, Melissa transforms her weapon into like a real short butterfly knife, whips around in a full body turn, turns it into a tower shield and blocks the swing that Dietrich was in the middle of. So, that's... That's my turn. That's your turn, and that's one of the Raven leaders freed. Which means we're at the NPC round. I know Grant wants a boon. Yes. So it's cool. I know who you want it from. Yeah, it's cool. All right, yep. Roll me plus cool. Seven. Seven. Um... So if you want it, you got to take a hit. Nope. Oh, well, uh, uh... Yeah, I, sh- I actually should, because that's because taking a hurt hit now, but reducing more hits in the future is ostensibly a better trade-off, so I will take the hit. Yeah, considering everybody's sort of baseline hits for three, that means everything that would hit you hits for two, and so yeah. it's like one now or two later. Yeah. <laughs> Holler over at Groovy and ask for a fix, and they, like, pull off their hand and just huck it at you. It splatters onto your armor and then like it seeps in a little bit and you can feel as things start coming back online. And I give a thumbs up. <laughs> I like the fact that he just hucked his hand at me. Steiner Roxanne? I still... I mean, my personal focus is getting the ravens like the raven leaders you know on mind controlled mm-hmm. mostly just because it's like it is the most optimal choice so i can't really think of anything from the npc events that's going to help me with that okay yeah nothing i need here all right and then it's the bad npc rounds and Means it's time for the sisters chromatic to harass y'all a bit more. Well, Roxanne, mm-hmm. you did just kind of break her spell over one of the Ravens leaders. And you danced out of the way of her before, but she maybe isn't gonna let you just do that again. And this time, instead of whatever weird touch move that she tried last time, now Red Roxanne is just coming at you with her sword. Oh, how am I going to answer that? Hollering at you about, do you know how exhausting it is to get a hold of them in the first place, and now I have to go fix that? Oh, good. It's exhausting. I have a really stupid idea. Uh-huh. She's coming at me with her flaming sword, you said, right? Mm-hmm. What if I were to just fucking... while pumping all of the... as much water as I have still out of my timer space, can I just try to fucking catch the sword? You know, at some point you're gonna run out of water, and I'm not gonna let you keep using this horseshit. Right. She literally did just say use all the water she has left. Uh 
You know what? I'll allow it. <laughs> Go ahead and roll act under pressure. Don't know what this is going to be. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, unfortunately, the holy fire coating her sword is maybe a bit more potent than some seawater can deal with. Also, you've like... You're under a lot of pressure right now, and you maybe don't have like a hundred percent accurate handle on what all is in your hammer space in a moment-to-moment way. So you're thinking like, "Oh yeah, I've got more water left. I can do this." And then it's like squirt gun stream, and then it's out. So uh, take three harm, subtract armor, and you are on fire. Okay, uh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. I don't suppose that counted as going charging into danger without hitting my bets. Uh, huh. I mean, I guess in the way that I narrated it, it definitely was just like an insane idea that you had and didn't bother to check if it was actually doable. So, sure. Okay. I'm not going to use the plus two forward on an act under pressure roll. Just because, you know, that's still, you narrated that whole thing, it would be really dumb to, like, have to walk that back. Mm-hmm. But I am going to reduce the harm suffered by one. Okay. I, I use one of my holds to reduce the harm by one. So instead of taking two harm, I take one. And I'm on fire. Yes, and this does eat your armor damage. Hey, you know what? It happens. Yeah, you, um... So you do just have sort of like a lucky moment where you can, like the shock of the water not coming out just causes you to kind of sink back a little bit. And the blow is much less ferocious upon you. And then like that harm coming from an external source causes your whole being to like panic and wake up and be like, oh, oh, I need to get everything back online right now. And feel that you're a little bit tougher. Leveled up from doing that. (laughs) Alright. Which is another reason why it wouldn't have made sense to do that. (laughs) You know what? And Blue Roxanne is gonna back off from everything and like hold her damaged trident in her hands and press it to her forehead and presumably there's some muttering going on, but you all, like, I mean, you can't read her lips through the gossamer veil in front of her mouth, but there's, like, some light that's beginning to coalesce around the busted tip of it. So that's all she's doing this turn. Ah, I see she's charging up her, uh... She's repairing her shit, unlike other people. Hey, I repaired my shit. <laughs> Correction, I got Groovy to repair my shit for me. But I got repaired now, and that's all that matters. And, you know, I haven't menaced any of you guys with the Ravens leaders yet. So, Grant and Steiner both. Uh, there's, there's a moment where something, like, small and reflective flashes across your sight. What is your reaction? Ring. I raise my sword and bring it above my face. Yeah, same. 
All right. Both of you roll act under pressure. Oof. Grant rolls a four. I roll good. And Steiner um, rolls a 14. Uh, that's enough to give me Here, you can have two of these points. Wait, no, hold on, hold on. Uh, that's enough to give me an experience point that levels up. So my level up is I'm going to take a luck, and I'm spending a luck right now to turn that into a I, No. We have established no on this previously. Yeah. You've tried to you play have, this before. You have, tried, you have tried that exact move previously, and I told you no. I have an I have another luck left though, so I'm spe- I'm technically spending a luck that I already have. Okay. So, uh, Steiner, you just like real cool, real smooth, bring your sword up perpendicular to your face, and there is just like a thin bit of pressure that like pushes your sword just just like a millimeter closer to your face, and then goes off, and then. There's just, like, some little flits of light settled down around next to you. Grant, you're, like, scrambling to, like, you can't decide, do I take the sword in my hand? Do I just control it with my mind? And that causes you to, like, fall down on your ass, and whatever, like, weird line of silver reflectivity, like, swirls a bit over your head, and then... It just ceases to be. I like to imagine that uh, if Abe is still in there, he's like, good job, Signer, and then just a vague noise of disappointment towards Grant. <laughs> well, if it works, it works. Uh, speaking of Grant, uh, I mean, I, you're able to pick yourself up off the ground, and there's like no penalties for it. That was me narrating, not inflicting a consequence. Right, right. Uh, so, speaking of Abe, I kind of want to free Abe. Okay. So, I know I'm getting plus one ongoing from the one question. Would I also get another plus one forward from that first question I asked from what is most vulnerable to me? And you said uh, protecting the victims with my answer for a total plus two? Yeah, I'll let it work that way. You are applying two bits of intel to a single problem, so I'll let the boons from two bits of intel apply. Okay, that's that's all I wanted to know, because I was fine with you only giving me plus one, but if you're letting me get away with plus two, then that's fine. And in fact, it's actually plus three, so I get a... Uh, yeah, it's going to say, your hand kicks in because you're using magic, so you're... So, I don't think you can fail... I, I cannot fail, and it's better than odd even chances that I'll succeed. And I actually get my advance uh, from yeah from that. You do. So is it the same sort of like somatic move that you do of like a reach grab pull? Yeah. All right. So you don't free him instantly, but compared to the chips that you put in the shell around Melissa. What you put into Abe was twice as deep. Okay. Steiner. Okay. So, first of all, I'm gonna, like, kneel down, and I'm making, like, a show of this, like, a big show of this, uh, and I'm yanking that arrow out of me. Okay. That's gonna be probably, I'm guessing, an act under pressure with the minus one. Yeah, I guess to not hurt yourself on it. Okay. 
Oh, crap. No, Steiner, you're supposed to pull it out from the the fucking arrowhead, not pull the pull it from the part with the feathers. You're supposed to snap it in half. That's what you're supposed to. It's, it's fine, whatever. I'll live with that. Uh, it doesn't really affect part two of my plan anyway. So here's what I'll give you. Here's what I'll give you, Abe. I'll let you have a choice on this one, actually. Is So you can either just choose to have straight up failed the action, or you can have pulled it out, but you take a harm and the action penalty carries over. No, I think I can actually work with this. So I'll just like, straight up fail to pull it out. So I make... I make a show of, like, reaching down to pull it out, and I don't do it. Whether or not that's on purpose, I don't know. It's, it was... It was... I fucked that up. Um, <laughs> but what I'm also doing when I'm down there is I'm trying to surreptitiously pick up the severed head of the trident. Huh. So do we get a mo- negative modifier for this one? I'm trying to figure out if that's even possible for you right now. Well, I haven't really moved from the spot. I guess. So yeah. it like wet sailed off into the darkness, which in case I don't have a plan. Okay, I'll tell you this. Uh, it is there, but it is disintegrating. So you can reach out and grab it, but you're not going to have a whole hell of a lot of time to do anything with it. All right. uh, which foot is the arrow in? You tell me. Let's say right foot, because that works for my to my advantage. Okay. So with my right hand, I'm trying to yank the arrow out. With my left hand, I'm trying to feel back behind me and find that tr- trident hand. Okay. So... Uh, roll. Act under pressure. No penalties. Okay. Seven. Better than six. Yeah. Uh, you succeed, but depending on what you want to do with it, there's going to be some kind of complication. I'm just holding on to it right now. And I'm actually going to stay down there, looking like I'm trying to pull that arrow out. Okay. I have plan. Whether or not it will work, I don't know, but I have plan. <laughs> okay. You don't have long to enact it, because, again, it is... You can feel that there's less of it. And it isn't like dissolving from the tips of the tines to Actually, where the shaft would be. It's like dissolving from the outside in. Do I have time during my turn to do another um, non-movement action? Something that I would still be able to do while I was down there? Specifically, I want to manipulate someone. Mm-hmm. To what end? I Tell me who you were... I'm trying to bait uh, Roxanne Voltage into charging me. I'm trying to feign mm. weakness. Okay. Well, I'll I'll tell you right now that... Uh, wait, is Voltage red or blue? Blue. Okay. She's not even paying attention to you right now. Her eyes are closed. Oh. So, that would not work. Maybe... Okay, how, how about this? Maybe I can be like... Grant, I could use some help here, and then just kind of, like, give him a wink to say, no, I actually don't need any help, but I do want to cry out that I need help. Okay, I think I would let that one swing. Are we rolling? Yeah, go ahead and use manipulate someone. Wait, can I actually manipulate... I don't think They're not traditional monsters. 
Okay. Alright, I got an eight. An eight. Um, I'm tempted to try and help out by seeing his wink and saying I'm a little busy here to make the target even more tempting. Sounds fine. That sounds good to me. I mean, that narratively makes sense. Does that sound good to Cat? I'd allow it. Okay. That's an eight. Okay. It's an eight. Well, Steiner just turns into a ten because you have the power of heart. Yes. Yay. However, you, Grant, get some immediate negative attention. No. Yo. Hey, Ape so... wants to do a cool thing, so I'm enabling him to do a cool thing. It's less cool now that I've had to describe what I was going to do. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's still going to be cool. It's still going to be really cool. Assuming honestly. it works. I hope it does, after all that. So we're going to deal with Grant's uh, negative consequences first. Which is that as you bark that line back at Steiner, a stone tablet with the words yes you are just kind of like falls into your line of sight and then you can feel some sort of magical force crawling over your armor roll plus weird at a minus one okay oh no Ooh, ow. that's a five I think I rolled snake eyes no pretty damn close though Pretty damn close, though. Uh, Grant, your armor suddenly feels like it weighs a billion pounds. It has suddenly gained the heavy tag. Oh, that's back. Okay. Uh, but then there's Steiner. Here's the thing I just realized. Uh-huh. We're doing a lot to try to save the California conglomerate. We're not uh -huh. even trying to save the angels. No. I think that was Roxanne's plan. But let's let's keep this turn and moving. Right. So for Steiner's part, uh, I mean, mechanically, you get what you want. Roxanne Blue stops concentrating on fixing her weapon for just long enough to step to you, spin the trident into a reverse grip, and try and spear you with it's back end? What's the word of that? The, what's the word for the butt of a spear? I think yeah, it's just called the butt. No, there's a word Okay. Well, whatever it is, it too is sharp, and she is going to try and harm you with it. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, I'm going with the original plan, which is uh, bring that trident head and try to catch it. At least deflect it. So, go ahead and roll Act Under Pressure, then. Eight. Better than eight. Better than failure. Better than failure. It's not perfect though. You don't have her quite as off balance as you would like. So, I believe you're trying to follow up with a kick some ass roll. I mean, that can be my turn. Yeah. You get it, but it's at a penalty. All right. Seven. Seven. Okay. And you're attacking with your sword, yeah? I'm trying to think something here. Do I want this to happen enough to actually use a luck? <laughs> yeah, I'm using a luck. Okay. So I will take double the normal harm, please. All right. So you 
turn it into like a full body spin. Like head I, of the trident. Like I'm standing up. I'm putting my legs into this. Yeah, surging up into a, a standing position to get the full momentum of the strike through her. And you don't kill her outright, but the length of your sword does like get through her spine. That's gonna sting. Yeah, that's gonna sting real bad. And uh, she immediately like teleports backwards way out of the range of your sword. And then she throws her offhand out at you and makes a grabbing motion and then pulls and you feel something get sucked out of you. Uh, take one harm, ignore armor, and make note of the fact that the slice you put through her spine knits together a little bit. <laughs> All right, I gotta press this advantage then as much as I can. But it's Roxanne's turn right now. All right. Roxanne, you're on fire. I'd like to not be on fire. That typically comes at the end of your turn, but you yeah. can... No, I, I getcha. <laughs> no, I just had a really great idea of how to not be on fire, which was just... All right. What if I just teleport myself into the middle of the ocean where I met Amabie? <laughs> Drink up another 10 gallons of seawater while you're at it, why don't you? <laughs> no, I don't have time to do that. Okay. What am I doing right now? Well, Roxanne Red just attacked you, and she is still attacking you. You're right. You're right, she is. I know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking hit her with my hammer. Okay. With the, uh, well, I just hope I get a 10. How about that? Mm-hmm. Roll me. Kick some ass. I hope this works. Wow. A nine. This really sucks. <laughs> the one thing I wanted to happen. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I just I just swing at her. I'm going to keep yeah. her occupied until she either switches targets or... Well, you do hit her mm -hmm. successfully. Hey. And the gong of... The great church bell of your hammer's head rings out through the tunnel, and she appears shaken, but not overly hurt by that. She appears to be quite tough, like, like you tough. Shaken, but not stirred. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, for her part uh, you hitting her causes her to like actually let go of her sword she drops it but with her offhand she's she's got just enough like fortitude up and running to reach out and make like a swiping motion across you and your flesh in fire quotes just splits wide across the arc of the fingertips across you. Take 
two harm, ignore armor. Gross. And then it's the NPC rounds. Does anybody want any help this round? I think I might actually want help for once. I think I'm good. No, no, actually, no, I can't. No, never mind, sorry. <gasps> I don't want a boon. Okay. You thought about it and realized you don't want to put the NPC in danger. No, I thought about it and I realized that if I take the harm, then I will be one harm away from dying. Hmm. Oh, um, forgot to have Roxanne put her out. I'll just give you that one. Oh. Teleporting away into the ocean is like a pretty surefire way to put yourself out, so I'll just let you have that. <laughs> okay. So this says WIDE in all caps. Yup. If you are anywhere near the target that you are indicating, if anybody is anywhere near the target that you indicate with that, uh, you are going to have to roll to not get caught in it. Tempting. I feel like it might be overkill. There's no kill like overkill. What about mega kill? Uh, multi kill. Fucking believable. Uh, no, I'm good on things, I think. Okay. Uh, no, I, I couldn't live with myself if Precious BB got put in. If Precious BB died because of me. Sweet Precious BB. Precious. <laughs> precious. Yeah. The Precious Cuss Goblin. Yeah, I'm good. So, no boons all around? No boons all around. Mm-hmm. Alright. That means that I can do this first before I forget, because I was supposed to do it last round. I don't like that. I think it's just chopping block shit. I know, I don't like that. So, there's... There's a moment where Melissa gets like a really good parry on Dietrich to the point of where he's like thrown way off balance and like Jack almost runs him through the throat, but is able to dissolve his spear into a harmless smoke before the impact actually comes in and Dietrich lives another round. Uh, however, Groovy does not fare quite so well this round. Uh, and Grant, you are best in position to see this happen. The angel that seems to be like a three-legged humanoid statue just like steps up behind Groovy and seems to etch some sort of combination of symbols into their back, and then Groovy's body of ink dries out. And then just like this cloud of hands comes in and smashes them into powder. Okay. And Groovy is no more. Most unrighteous. Just put some water on him, he's fine. They're thin, that literally, I was going to see what the, the, the... It's frost or ice. Damn it, it's not water or ice. Okay. Well, just, you know, gather it up. If it doesn't work, 
Use them for a painting. It's what they would have wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Grant watching your cool friend die. Uh, no, it's the NPC. It's the bad NPC's turns. Can't forget them. But I am going to focus on Grant first. Because uh, I think yours is the most interesting thing that's going to happen today. Is the tall white angel with all of the arrows shooting out of its chest just sort of pops in in front of you and says to you sit down brat and flicks you in the middle of your forehead I need you to roll me plus charm why would you make me roll my worst thing over and over again it's almost like you're trying to make things hard and difficult yeah maybe weird Fucked up that. It's a seven. Mmm. Mmm. No, I'm spending a cookie. Okay. Bring you down the six. I'm spending a forward. and bring you back up to seven. Mmm. No, I'm not. I'm not dropping it, the roll. I'm dropping the success value. Oh, okay. <laughs> you metagaming fair, piece of shit. Fair enough. But also, that would have been real fucked up making <laughs> two cookies on that. I think this is the part where Colin says nani and then explodes. <laughs> that would have been real fucking funny. And if it worked that way, that would have been real fucking smart, too. But not this time. Okay. <laughs> no, what happens is you, you're not hurt or anything. You're... All right, everybody, strap in. This one, we're going for a bit of a ride here. Oh, boy. Your consciousness shorts out. And then it comes back up. And you you don't remember, like, anything. You're not in the tunnel anymore. There's what tunnel? Why would you have been in a tunnel? Maybe the sewers? Because of that thing, that weird, like, stinky gorilla monster that you fought ages yeah. ago that, like, yeah. terrified you. Mm-hmm. That was the last tunnel you were in, the, the sewers. But you do remember, a, like, your life. Everything that's happened to you thus far. And the most recent thing was... Amalia just getting vanished. Mm. And you need to know what happened to her. You need to know where she went. So you do all the legwork you can, you ask around, you put out all the feelers, and you find out that she was black-bagged, essentially. The witnesses who saw it say that it wasn't exactly a violent altercation, but she was definitely surrounded by some very strapping government-looking types and just escorted into the back of a black van. Like, outside of a sandwich shop you know that she likes. Am I... Am I in this point in my life in the, uh, fucking... Everything's miserable. I'm just not going to do anything. 
fucking way is throwing me like pity jobs and paying me way too much just the just because he feels bad for me stage or am i in the um oh the dhea are horrible bastards and i'm going to hurt but not kill every single solitary one that i can possibly uh get my hands on stage you're in the latter stage right now okay and see you say hurt but not kill but then way winds up sending you a bit of information and you could tell that, like, you could tell based on the, the, the quality of it when you get a hold of it that he was holding on to this for a while, probably to decide on whether he wanted to actually give it to you or not. But you come into possession of information about Amalia, the state that she's in, her location, that sort of thing. She is presently being held in Area 51, the most maximum security facility that the DHEA has at their disposal. And more to the point, the information confirms all of the worst things you ever thought about the DHEA. She is not just a simple prisoner in there. She is an experiment. They are taking every bit of advantage they can of her elven longevity to do any experiment they can think of on her, with no regard for whether she will survive it. And you spend the rest of your life unable to see her again. You die of old age, a full wizard's lifetime, hundreds of years. You die of old age. And the DHEA never dissolves. And in fact, the little bits of information that you hear tell you that they only get worse about how they treat their captives, especially in Area 51. And so you just have to live your life until your dying moment, knowing that the person you love the most is being tortured relentlessly. And then you come back. You are in the tunnel below California again. You remember all of that. You remember that so vividly. It was like a full second life that you lived. And completely unbidden to your thoughts. But also without any influence from any outside sources. You realize exactly where Adel is at emotionally. So, Grant Harrison, how do you react? I look over at Adel and I say, I understand. 
but it does not excuse genocide. He doesn't even appear to have heard you. I don't care. I've, I've actually thought of this. Like, this, this was a thing I have thought of. Grant would basically do almost anything to have gotten Amalia back. And, like, he, he put himself in idle shoes. Like, if I had the opportunity to do literally anything to do Amalia, to get Amalia back, if I, if it came to doing basically what he was doing, like, it's, it's not worth it. Like, at least Amalia, because I know his situation, I know Idol's situation is different, but at least Amalia would never forgive Grant. And so... Okay, Grant- but... But the question is, not the Grant that's here right now. Not the Grant in the tunnel who knows the whole score, but the Grant who lived out that life. And this is a call that you get to make. Did the Grant who lived that life and died that way ever have the thought, if I could get into Area 51, I would murder every single agent who stood between me and her. The Grant that lived that life would not murder every agent that stood between him and her. Because some, like, the thought would have occurred and maybe the plans would have been set in motion, but somewhere deep, deep down, he would know that doing that, it wouldn't matter if he freed Amali or not, he would never ever see her again, and he couldn't live with the knowledge of that when she looked at him, she would see nothing but this a disgusting monster that has just done whatever he wanted to do to make himself happy. Hmm. Alright. So turning away from that heavy shit for a bit, let's, uh... We have two more NPCs to take action. Shit. And two more PCs to have actions taken upon them. Uh, Steiner, this, uh, this real funny-looking angel, uh, it's, it looks kind of like just a a pile of, well, I say pile, but it's very symmetrical, uh, configuration of leaves, like an exceptionally well-maintained hedge. Topiary. Topiary, there we go. Some kind of floating topiary with snakes crawling through it that is growing out of the back of just like the top half of a human torso with this weird thick Y-shaped head with a wide open mouth and wide empty eyes. I say empty, but they are oozing some sort of sunny yellow fluid. Just kind of pops in front of you and hollers at you. I require you to stay still and out of everybody's hair for a time. And 
the color of the sun. Just like, you know, those moments when you're standing at ground level and you just like occasionally look up at the sky, there's the sun. That color, that shade of yellow, Super just like floods your vision and you are completely blind for it. And then Roxanne, as uh, you teleport back in from putting yourself out. Post-its is going to just try and put you on lockdown again. Just the cloud of hands again surges up and tries to snatch at all of your parts to hold you down. Okay. Should I make a roll? If you would like to. (laughs) If you would like to just submit yourself to it, feel free. I don't really. Okay. What kind of roll? I would like to use my incredible speed to just fucking swat all of the hands away. Ah, I see. All right. Roll act under pressure at a plus one for your preternatural speed. I got a 15. I got a 15. Do you want to do it to absolute perfection or do you want to do it and something else? I don't know how I could do something else. I mean, you're moving with incredible speed. You could get it done so fast that you have just like created this pocket of space for you to take a small action in. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually, I would like to do it and something else then. Okay. My something else is I'm going to roll force of will on Abe to hopefully get that last chip out. Uh, it's uh, okay. I'll tell you because I know that you're like in a bad way health wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abe is at the halfway point. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I, I, my mental calculus was wrong. So could I try to EpiPen myself again? I would allow it. Even if you roll full, you will not get a full turn action following it. But I will allow you to roll plus cool to EpiPen. I got a 13. 13. Nice. You'll too. Cool. Got one charge left. That brings us around to Grant Harrison. Grant, you just had a real harrowing emotional experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I'm kind of in a bad way health-wise as well. So... It... Kidoke. Roll plus cool. Uh, I'd like to use my four to turn that into a ten, please. Finally, that comes in. Yeah. All right. Heal two. Take a full turn action. I, I'm I'm legitimately like you know kind of like I still would like more health. So uh, I'm going to use magic to heal one harm. Okay. Give me the roll. Hey. 11. Nice. No right. glitches. You may heal one. Motherfucker did a, made a mistake trying to remind remind me of Amalia. Now I know what now I remember what I'm fighting for, damn it. Steiner, your corneas are having a fucking time right now. Hey. Let's see. I at least know where the arrow in my foot is because I tried to pull it previously. Mm-hmm. So we can at least try to yank that out. Mm-hmm. 
Any minuses? Nah. You're just operating by sense of touch. You don't really need to see it exactly. I once again failed to pull the fucking arrow out of my leg. Yeah, it's real deep in there. Like... Like, it's... So, what it is is that it's just so much longer than a regular arrow that a person would shoot, but it still has the same, like, diameter on the shaft. So you, like, do, like, the wiggle brace, pull it out, and you, like, do a full-length pull, and it's still in there. And you've done that twice now. It's like, what the fuck? What is with your arrows, my dude? <laughs> These are like arrows. <laughs> Crap, I'm just not going anywhere, and I'm blind. It's time to have a lovely day. Well, this seems like a bad situation if ever there was one. Yep. Seven, barely. Okay. Oh, so you're reading one. All right. So you can ask one, uh, please take into account that you cannot see. Gregory Pie can still see, probably. True. Gregory Pie would be able to alert me, just like, not tell me where it is because I can't see, but just give me like a notification, like a bip or something if I was about to be attacked, right? Yeah, we can definitely do that. So, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Mm, I mean, there are plenty of dangers that you no longer have positional data on. Which I guess counts in a way. Like, is there any attack incoming? Or would that be what's the biggest threat? I guess that would be what's the biggest threat. Yeah, what is the biggest threat right now? Uh, you are probably exceptionally vulnerable to Roxanne Red right now. Yay. Considering she is like the the big like direct attack don't fuck around one. Super don't want to be on fire anymore. Yep. That wasn't fun last time. I'd imagine it wasn't. So like this light thing, is it ongoing or am I just like got flashed and now I'm just blinded for a moment? What's going on? Uh, it's, it doesn't appear to be fading out. The Shouty Angel said you need to stop doing anything for a while. And that's kind of a nebulous length of time. This might be a problem you have to actually actively solve. Okay. So he was in front of me, like in the direction. Not like directly in front of me, but he was in front of me when he did that. It was, yes, but also you have, like, taken enough time to drop back to your knees to try and remove the arrow, so you very well could have moved. Hmm. That's a fair point. Tried to yank the arrow out, failed, took a moment to assess my situation. Uh, I'm not immediately being attacked right now, so I think I just want to take another crack at the arrow. Uh, I, I don't think... I, I think that's... Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that works. I think that's, like, your ability to fix that for the turn is compromised. You're two actions in at this point. Hmm. If you want to do anything else, it's going to have to be something pretty minor. Yeah, 
Uh, I've done two things here. I think that's all the things I can do this round. Okay. A Roxanne. Is it my turn now? It is your turn now. Oh, goddammit, I just remembered. I have resilience. I should be healing more than I have. Go ahead and heal one right now, and then just keep it in mind going forward. Yeah, I've healed... No, I've healed once, at least, yeah. I know you have healed at least one time, which is why I'm giving you one more, but I don't want to litigate how many times exactly it's been. So, Roxanne. Yes. It's your turn. Oh. You have successfully parried all of the fists that were coming in at you. Right. You're kind of like in a good spot right now. No one is up your ass at the moment. Yeah, there's a thing I want to do, but I'm not sure how to get the result I want. Well, we can brainstorm, we can throw dice at the issue. Okay, okay, I'll just tell you what I want to do. I've had my once per mystery cast the bones that I haven't used it yet. Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, cast the bones once per mystery from some kind of divination to glean your information about the future. And it gives me either investigate a mystery, what can I gain from this person, place, thing, creature, or who has touched this person, place, thing, creature before me. Mm-hmm. And what I'm thinking right now is just, like, I want to roll the bones, and I want to see what is the thing that the other Roxanne needs to see or hear, or basically to want to switch sides. See, I don't know how if I can ask that question in a way that I would get the information I want. Huh. You know, maybe actually just like put a pin in that idea and uh, figure it out uh, on my next turn, and instead I'll just keep doing what I was trying to do and chip away at all of the uh, mind control stuff happening. Uh, okay. Who do you want to fire at? Abe is the one who's most far along, I think. Dietrich's been hit once, and Abe has also been hit once, but at, like, double time. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just gonna go and hope for hope I get a really good force of will roll, maybe. That would be a cool way for this to go. Alright. Gonna roll weird. No, I got an eight. Alright. So I take that harm. You do make progress though. Yeah. You don't shatter him out of it, but you are in that same place that you were with Melissa where you can just feel that another good hit to it will get you on the other side. Alright, cool. However, uh, all of your opponents know this trick by now. And uh, specifically, the Roxans know what it looks like when you do this bullshit. Mm-hmm. So uh, they are going to come after you for it a bit. Specifically, Roxanne Blue. You were just thinking about her, and now she's here in front of you. She's looking a little bit wigged out right now. You can see that the visible spinal column inside of her slightly ethereal body has 
a kind of deep slash through it, and she is like outside of your range. Like she's not within arm's reach, but she reaches out with her offhand and makes a grab motion, and you feel her seize something inside of you. What do you do? You know what? I have a magic shield. Can I defend from this magical effect with my magic shield? I will let you roll act under pressure, and I'll give you a plus one for your magic shield. Cool. Which is what I'm rolling. Yes. So I got a nine. However, so you got a nine. I still However. have that hold. From what could go wrong. Yes. Which means I can take a plus two forward and unact under on an act under pressure. So it's actually a ten. Okay. So you summon up your shield. It forms in front of you, and the grip that's inside of you, like tugs and if it took anything with it you don't feel it happen interesting is your shield obscuring your vision of Roxanne Blue I don't think it would be okay it's not that big of a shield alright just curious because if it did then you wouldn't have seen that the slash upon her spine closes up just a tiny bit. Interesting. And that takes us to the NPC rounds. Does anybody want a goodie? I want nothing. <laughs> I hate that I keep having to answer that, but I really don't want any of these things. The last time I took a thing, I killed a man. Shit happens. Does Stein want a goodie? Think I'm good. Alrighty. That means it's uh, the bad NPCs. And Angels went last time, which means it's time for the Roxanne's to take action. Uh, Steiner, you can't see it happen, but Roxanne, you are like close enough to do so. You are able to see that after pulling some tiny amount of life force out of you, the blue Roxanne backs away the hell off and finishes fixing her trident. And that's her entire turn. Ah. And then red Roxanne, Steiner, you set the fractured version of your son on high alert for exactly this thing. There's a beep in your ear, and it's, like, directional. So you have an idea of what side some sort of attack is coming from. Hey. All right, well, I'm still stuck under the ground. So all I can do is try to parry. I parry an attack I can't see, but do have advance warning of. Yep. So that actually means that if you're just straight up parrying, you are rolling act under pressure, net neutral. All right, here we go. I hope I don't fuck up real bad because I really don't want to be on fire. Hey, <laughs> I didn't fuck up too bad. 
you didn't fuck up real bad. Hey, what that means is the the blow glances off of you. It's not enough to cut deep and it's not enough to set you alight, but it is enough to like singe those muscles in a way that just kind of fucking hurts. Just take a harm. Okay. Was that after armor? Yes. Okay. After armor. Alrighty. And that brings us back round two. Top the round with Grant Harrison. Okay, so I... Come on down. I could attack a dude, but we still have two mind-controlled friends here, so I would like to get... I would like that to not happen anymore. Uh, Mm -hmm. So... I'm going to roll my weird at a plus three, I believe we said that I could do last Yeah, time. you still got that ridiculous advantage for the time being. Yeah. Thirteen. Uh, I, I was going for Abe was the one who was most of the way there. Abe, yes. Okay, so yeah, uh, that, that was specifically directed at Abe. I forgot to say that before I rolled, but... That's fine. So... Grant, as you throw this magic lasso grasp around Abe's mind one more time, grip, pull, it shatters under your touch as it comes out, and just like Melissa, Abe just has zero seconds of turnaround before he is holding off Dietrich and the Gen 1 Angels. And... You do that with such speed and alacrity that when both Roxanne Blue and one of the Gen 1 angels, the one with all of the arrows coming out of their chest, are just like on top of you in retaliation, you have a plus one to throw around in addition to the one that you got from successfully using magic. All right. So the one with the arrows, actually, no, it it wouldn't make sense for the one with the arrows. It's the weird gold statue one with all of the hands. Ah, yes, that one. Yes, that one. The one that made your armor heavy. By the way, your armor's heavy. My armor is heavy. I am, I have it written down. So the... One with all of the hands is going to try to punch you with all of the hands from every direction simultaneously. And Roxanne Blue is just going to try and spear you through the chest. Okay. I kind of want to use wind magic in a ball around me as a defensive measure to just like throw off everybody's aim. That'll probably work better for the hands than it will for the Roxanne. So I'll let you solve that one that way. Okay. You are going to be rolling Act Under Pressure. Okay. Uh, That's a 13. Cool. And then what do you want to do about Roxanne? Roxanne, I want to do a combination of, like, trying to step out of the way and also, like, deflecting with my sword so that way the, the... the spear is thrown off course. Same roll then. Yep. Do I get any be- benefit for having uh, advanced to act under pressure with that last roll? Uh, in my head, you do, yes. Okay. 
that's fair enough. Um, I'm going to use that plus one that you gave me earlier to turn that into a 12 to have another advanced uh, success. Okay. So you cleanly deflect the both of them, just knock everything away from you, and Roxanne Blue is... Uh, you deflected her probably better than she thought you were capable of doing so, so she's like off balance. And then it's Steiner's turn. First and foremost, I probably should really deal with this blindness. Probably. Uh, let's see. Can I just use magic this away? Yeah, if you tell me how you're doing it. Um, hmm. Remove curse of arrow from your foot. <laughs> yeah, would you call this a curse? Um, it's curse enough that I would allow it at a penalty. Alternatively, can I use Doris Perception um, using the um, give a Hunter, just like not actually giving myself the benefit, but using that as like just kind of slapping myself to my senses, I guess? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that works. There's a nine. It's a nine. So let's I have see. a thought. I have a thought. Okay. Grant, you've got a bunch of, like, bonus advanced successes right now. Okay. He has one. I would allow it that even at a great distance, you could do something to help Steiner. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I'll ship in with my own use magic stuff. Like, just, I see you casting a spell. I will also cast a spell to help. Alright. This is gonna be a two-part roll, which, again, is a thing I only recently figured out as a thing. Mm-hmm. First, you are going to roll use magic, and then you are going to roll help out. Okay. That's a 12 on use magic. Mm-hmm. And then... That's an 8 on help out. If you want to eat the forward that you have right now, I'll let you turn that into a 10. Sure. In the benevolent DM. Mm-hmm. Alright, so... That means Grant gets no re- negative repercussions from helping Steiner out. He's built a nice sort of bubble of safety around himself for a couple of seconds. And Steiner, with his help, that's technically an 11, but either way, you get no glitch. Hooray! No bl- not blind. Not blind. For the moment. For the moment. Now what? Well, there is still the matter of the weirdly long arrow in my foot, and I really... I've failed at getting that thing out like three times now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm gonna take another attempt need to be able to move around and that is currently stopping me from doing so and that's an I believe in you yep alright incredible oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. why I'm sorry you live here now I'm sorry 
upside, I do level up from that. Christ. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Okay. Let's move on to Roxanne's turn. I think we have to. I think we do. Alright. Uh. So what? Blue Roxanne is over by Grant, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright. Nothing to it but to do it. I'm just gonna fucking... Not even in, like, a harming way, but I'm going to tackle Blue Roxanne. Alright. Give me an act under pressure roll. Cool, cool. I hope this goes well. Mm, it did not go well. It did not go well. <sighs> I just fucking completely miss. I'm not spending luck on this, honestly. So, she was, like, kind of at a weird position because she was getting up from having kind of eaten shit after Grant's deflection. Right. And you try to capitalize this, and she winds up getting her trident in just the kind of position to bring you down to her level. And she's, you know, you're down on your side, and she's up on one knee, and she's got her trident, like, at you. She hasn't made a strike yet, but she has you at a disadvantage. Oh, that's unfortunate for me. What do you do? I just look her in the eyes and I go, is this how it's going to be? Is one of us just really going to have to kill the other? You could just leave. So what? Then somebody else gets to kill me? You know, I get it. Maybe you don't want to try to save the world the same way I do. Or maybe you do. I'm not in your head. But do you really think you're going to come out of this, like, alive? I, I don't feel like there's any good end for this, for you, other than stepping away. You could leave. You could leave. You could spend whatever time is left with the world on your own terms. And yeah, maybe he's going to come after you, but fuck, it would be on your terms, not his. I'm not human, though. He doesn't have anything against me. Sure. He doesn't have anything against you. But... <sighs> if you keep this fight up, one of us is going to kill you. I don't mean, and I'm not telling you that to try and threaten you. That's an honest fact. You almost died already once today. You know, you're right. I did almost die today. It probably just means I need to pick my targets a bit better though. Steiner seems like the worst person I 
could be going after. A big ol' fuck me sword. <laughs> so, she gets up onto her feet and spins her trident around her hand and as she does the tines spin together I should probably go after people who don't have infinite death swords huh and she just kind of spins and pitches her trident come spear into the crowd of fighting ravens hmm I guess I can't roll to try and defend somebody, can I? You could. You might die in the process. Hmm. Alright, fine, Roxanne. I'm not gonna try anymore. I'm sorry I didn't have a better, more convincing argument for you. And... Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna roll, I'm gonna try and defend someone. Okay. Should I roll tough then? Yeah. I got a 12. <laughs> All right. Let me, I don't have advanced to uh, defend someone. Although, I, <laughs> God, I actually have a level up I haven't used yet. Can I uh, take my two, another two advanced basic moves real quick? Sure. <laughs> All right. So I'm uh, taking two advanced basic moves. One is protect someone. Because why not? And the other one is, uh... Help out? Um, yeah, why not? Help out. Anyway, I haven't used Protect Someone in a while. Both you and the character you're protecting are unarmed and out of danger. If you're protecting a bystander, they also become your ally. So, uh, yeah, I rolled a 12. <sighs> okay. Would you like me to decide what happens or... or tell, say what happens or what happens? So, are you just teleporting into the arc of the spear? Yeah, like, I just, like, jump into the arc of the spear, and with my shield out, and, uh, the shield doesn't just, like, I'm just gonna say this and you can veto it if you want, the shield doesn't just, like, deflect it, it, like, you know how I described it as, like, a, it looks like a piece of molten metal that just sort of froze mid-drop. Like, sort mm -hmm. of a, a water drop splash. It just, like, comes to life and catches the spear and then just, like, spits it back out, I guess. Like, all the little globules that are on it sort of reach out and snatch it. So, uh, the catch happens, yes, the spit out does not. Okay. Because as... As your spear catches it, Blue Roxanne teleports to be in front of you, grabs the shaft, and starts pushing. Like she's trying to push it through your shield. And over top of it, through the effort, she growls out, You're right, there's no happy ending for me. I told you that weeks ago. This is me choosing exactly which bad ending I get. And then it's the NPC rounds. Uh, does anybody want any boons? 
Abe is free, right? Abe is back in play, yes? I would like to not be unstable, please. Actually, wait, no, because I'm just too I'm just too harm away from becoming unstable again if that is the case. So never mind. I will leave all three charges for that instead. I need to start taking advantage of the unstable tag if you guys are gonna feel safe just letting it sit there. Oh, okay, fine. If if you're gonna if I'm reminding you to take advantage of it, I'm going to try and fix that then. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well, since I've reminded been you that it exists. Two idiots negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, roll cool. Oh no! Okay. You, you rolled uh, charm for some reason. Oh, uh, my cool, it would still be a failure. Okay. It would still be a five. Alright. So, well, um, you can eat two of Abe's charges to get the unstable fix. I just reminded you that it fixed, but also I don't want to eat two charges of his because I feel like that's a really good boon everyone can benefit from, and I don't want to... Two seconds ago, you were like, who needs if it's unstable? It's never bothered yeah, me. Yeah, but now that I've reminded Kat that that's a thing that they should be taking <laughs> advantage of, yep. uh, they'll, they'll probably be taking advantage of it. So, uh, no, I will not take two charges, because this is, like I said, something really good that uh, I, I feel like taking two charges is a bit too selfish. Okay... How's about Roxanne or Steiner? I can fix my own unstable if I have to. Well, while Roxanne is picking, if anything, well, Chloe's picking anything. Uh, I did. I can understand if you would uh, nix this because it's pretty powerful. Uh, but given that this is the last fight in this campaign. I feel like I could make a case for it. Uh, for my love of can I take what does not kill me from the wrong? Wronged? Which is... If you would suffer harm in a fight, you gain plus one ongoing until the fight is over. <sighs> I would be more okay with that if I hadn't just had... And you can get mad at both me and Colin for this. If I hadn't had Colin just get like four advanced successes in a row... I mean, that's fair, but like, I feel like it's all kind of thematically appropriate. Like, it's hitting the afterburners. Like, this is the last fight of the campaign. I feel like I, I want to allow it, but at like some kind of cost. Would that be fair? What would the cost be? I don't know. Let's workshop it. What if it's only like, if I'm only like, below a certain health amount. Oh, Danger Mario? Sure. I think I'd allow that. I think I'd allow plus one ongoing if you were in Danger Mario mode. What's the threshold we want to do? Well, I'm at four I'm at four harm now. Mm -hmm. I feel like anything below that, I'm going to be actively retreating if, I, if possible. Which... Being in critical mode would be good if you are at, if you are actively retreating. That's the time you need to start like throwing out emergency healing spells and shit. Yeah. And that would disincentivize me from just like trying to like use that to kill the crap out of anything that's bothering me. 
So below four? I would say four or below. One well, four nap. Like four like, below is like three pips left. Okay, so let's let's say then above three. If you are above three harm, you're in critical mode. Uh, I don't think you worded that right, but I think I understand. If I have like three harm left, if you are at four harm, five harms, or six harm, yeah, you've got it. So, getting back on track now. I don't want any of these NP bo- NPC boons this round. Okay. So, no boons, and then it's the bad NPCs. And ordinarily, I've been having, you know, the Gent ones do an NPC round, and then the Roxanne's do an NPC round. But that's not going to quite work this time, because, uh, well, for one, Roxanne, you are presently having a very dangerous spear... Well, your shield is holding up just fine for the time being, but she might overcome it at some point. She is very strong. I believe it. What do you do? Honestly, at this point, I'm not really... I don't really feel like there's anything I can say at this point to change her mind. So it's not like I am holding off on healing her. All right. But also, like... I would like to not get stabbed is basically the gist of it. I'm not doing this to do something later. I'm doing this to not get stabbed is my kind of, is my modus operandi right now. Valid. Are we on the ground right now? Yes. Cool. I would like to use my, I guess, superior, presumably agility. Yeah, she's stronger, but I'm faster, roughly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To sort of just fall into the attack and sort of throw her off balance. I see, I see. Yeah. So, this is an act under pressure, and you're rolling it net. Okay. Be cool, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I assume it is net because I said I was using my superior speed in some manner, rather than yes. a minus one. Okay. Your preternatural speed is negating her unholy strength. Ah, that makes sense. I got an eight. You got an eight. All right. So you disengage from the attack, but you are, like, kind of wonky coming out of the roll. You've got... See, I'm trying to figure out whether disadvantage or just a flat minus one is better. Which would you prefer? Uh, I'd prefer a a minus one, but I mean... You got it. And then... So, Steiner. Hmm? You are kind of having a time right now, huh? Yeah, uh, if I fuck up taking this arrow out more and more time, I'm just going to cut the leg off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, somebody is going to take advantage of you just kind of being stuck. And they are going to do that by virtue of the gold statue angel is going to appear in front of you, well out of arm's reach, 
and is going to punch you from every direction simultaneously. Whose arms reach are we talking about? Steiner's arms reach. Hmm. Hmm. I just flick the barrier that protects everyone else from catching on fire from my crown off for a split second. <laughs> Alright. Sure, give me an act under pressure roll. And I get plus one from my new move because it's yep. I am at four harm or greater. On the nine. I'll take it. A nine. Okay, so... It doesn't burn up all of them. What actually happens is that the fists harden like clay. And then they, like, lose some of the force behind them, but they all still do come in. So you are punched not quite as hard from every direction. Take three harm, subtract armor. Hooray! And Grant. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Alright, windy boy. Time for you to get a little bit windied. You feel a strange breeze beginning to kick up around your whole body. What do you do? I want to do one thing that is beyond human limitations and just basically outrun the wind. That sure is a go-to move for you this fight. Yeah, I mean, it works, hopefully. Go fast, be gone. Go fast, okay. be gone. Yeah. Give me the roll then. Okay, do you want me to... Oh, yes, that is what it would be. It would be use magic to get fast and then act under pressure to get out of the way. Right, that's what I was getting at. Uh, that's a 12 for use magic. Mm-hmm. And then... And then your act under pressure. Act under pressure is a 6. I would like to use the forward that I get for successfully using magic immediately to turn that into a 7, please. Yeah, that'll... I think that'll ultimately wind up being beneficial to you because the bonus on use magic that I was going to give you is to promote you by one success level. Oh, okay. And that actually does turn it into a full success. Okay. So you just narrowly get out of the way as the wind whips up greater and greater and greater. And then there's like a slam of air pressure that sticks around in place for a bit. That definitely would have hurt and also pinned you to the ground for a while. Okay. And, uh, well... Then the last NPC goes, Roxanne Red, who you all kind of lost track of for a while. All of you hear a shout. Roxanne and Steiner, you can understand it. Grant, you can't. Of the true speech word, worsen. And everybody's wounds get worse. Everybody take a harm. Ow! Well, I'm at one harm left now. This is me invoking your unstable tag. Thanks, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> and then... 
counter is at three out of three. Oh no. Well, they definitely don't die, because that's a 19. They survive. I think that's Jack, if you're not counting Dietrich. That is Jack. Okay. Jack lives another day. Good. <laughs> Congratulations. Hey, speaking of being pissed off at Colin, Colin, it's your turn. Hey, uh, guess what? Dietrich is still mind-controlled, so I would like to have that not happen. So here I go. Okay. 14. All right. Remember that thing Colin said about not playing firefighter? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot that two people were still mind controlled when I said that. Well, it's still just the one. You do pull a very large chunk out of the control that is around Dietrich. However, you continue to not be allowed to just get away with that shit scot free. Yeah, I understand. And, uh... Oh, goddammit. I should have enforced your armor being heavy on your I'm running away thing. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. I even have it written down in my armor tags, and I forgot about it. So I barely ever look at my armor tags. Goddammit. So, Grant Red Roxanne is going to continue to harangue you with flaming sword and some kind of weird touch attack in response. What do you do? Uh, I would like to... We kind of ruled out that my sword can't deflect her sword, right? We, we established that my sword is not as capital and magical as hers, so that wouldn't work? No, we never oh, said we that. Okay. Uh, in that case, I would like to try and, like, parry those attacks. I no, that was the other flaming sword. The one that was just a flaming right. sword. Right. Yes. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> so, so you uh, may roll act under pressure here. Okay. That's a ten. It's ten. Very good. You uh, deflect her neatly. She is not going to leave you alone, though. Steiner. All right. Well. I'm pinned to the ground. Uh, I've got an angel right in my face, and I have one heart left. Mm-hmm. So, first and for foremost, I need to get myself an opening here. And I'm not sure how a stun ray affects angel anatomy, biology, if they even have biology, stonology, geology. <laughs> this one might be geology considering it appears to be made out of, like, gold clay. Right. But it's the best option I have right now, because I need to give myself some time to heal. Yep. So I'm gonna try to zap him. Alright. Thirteen, okay. Thank right. you. Thank you, video. Thank you, game. <laughs> what is your torn between suffer no harm at all, your attack drives the enemy away in a rout. I cannot take any harm, so I gotta go with no harm at all. Okay. So you pop post-its with the stun pistol, and just goes kinda still. Doesn't fall over or anything, but just gets rigid like fired clay. Alright. So we have a moment of breathing room. 
It's going to be so goddamn embarrassing if I kill myself with medic. I mean, real talk, it'll it'll be embarrassing, but it'll actually be really good for you. Yeah, but still, I hope it doesn't happen. So, my plus one. Uh, because you are doing a um, like a kick some ass roll and then taking something, doing something else that would be a full turn action. This is at a minus one. All right, fine. Fuck off! Woof. So I can make this real fucking cool for you, though. If you want it. You better, because I'm, like, going to take a walk here. Like, I'm going to go fucking (laughs) take a walk in the neighborhood for, like, 30 minutes. No, no, no. Because I'm getting pretty goddamn frustrated. No, this is going to be real fucking good for you. So here's the thing, is... You know that you have this, like, defy death function to your crown that the blind air set up to keep you alive to the final battle. And you have the thought, well, how about we push it a little bit? Because I'm a bit desperate right now. So you take a knee pop open your first aid kit, pull out uh, just the small scalpel that they have in there that would aid you in digging out bullets, and you go for your own fucking throat. Or just like a paper cut, which would do it at this point, too. (laughs) And the second the scalpel touches your flesh, your body locks up and... In your head, you hear in true speech, not defy death, but defy Defy destiny. And your crown unlaminates, there's a burst of fire, and then all of that energy that just got released redirects into your body. Heal to zero harm and uncheck unstable. Okay. I gotta use a luck point. You do have to use a luck point. And as this effect dissipates and your crown relaminates, you feel that there's a bit less of that magic in you now. Oh, well. Did the arrow also burn up, please? You know what? Yes. (laughs) Because that has been ridiculous. The arrow is fucking incinerated by the heat, and your foot is fine. No, actually, the arrow is not incinerated by the heat. The hole that it's made in your foot closes up and forces the arrow out. It just, like, snaps it off and then pushes the little bit that would still be in your foot out onto the ground. (laughs) I can move again. Thank you. It's been, like, two sessions. <sighs> and then it's Roxanne. Uh, no, you know what? I said what I was gonna say. Whatever. I fucking swing my hammer at Blue Roxanne. Okay. Roll kick some ass. Got a nine. No, I got an eight. I forgot to put the minus one in there. 
The same effect, though. Yes, I'm just bookkeeping correctly. So you strike her with your hammer, and she, like, shudders and brings the trident around and does manage to get you with it in response. Take three harm, subtract armor. Okay. And then it seems like she's trying to do the twist at the wrist to spin it up into the spear to go in for that weird extra damage attack that she has, but she, like, does another like whole body shake because of the stunning strike from the head of the hammer and she like actually falters a bit well that's good that's good for me <laughs> yep and then it's the NPCs does anybody want a goodie yes uh, I would like to attempt to get the same goodie as I was getting last time so here's my question uh-huh. Taking a harm would put me back into unstable if I were to fix unstable. You'll take the harm first and then unstable gets fixed. Okay, I will do that then. Okay. That is a seven, by the way, for the folks at home. Not a failure. Not a failure. Not a Just failure. barely. Do Roxanne or Steiner want a boon? I'll take one. I would like to take the one from George to negate a hit. That's pretty valid. Yes, especially if you look at my harm right now. Yep. So I'm rolling cool. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Sorry, um, but no. I can't get it. All right, it's fine. We can roll cool today. What about you, Steiner? Mm-hmm. I think I'm okay. All right. And then it's time for actual NPC action. Well, we kind of had a mix and match round last time. Let's have kind of a mix and match round this time. So, Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Casual just kind of flits through the crowd to be in front of you and then you feel more than here the words kid please just back off and sit down and a set of bronze arrows start manifesting out of thin air on your ankles and wrists what do you do? I should note additionally, a matching set of arrows are manifesting in Deja's ankles and wrists. No, you sit down. I don't suppose I can try to just dodge. You can tell me how you just dodge. I mean, he wants me to back off and sit down. I'll do back off. I guess, like, actual movement probably is not going to help me here, unless I do really well. So, could I not literally teleport away? You could. I'll give it a shot. This is a weird roll. Alright. You get a plus one to it. 
I got a 10. Where are you teleporting to, precisely? Uh, I'm backing off, honestly, because I'm in sh I am in really shitty shape. I don't think I have... No, I have one last uh, pen charge left. So, that's cool. Alright, so just way out of the line of fire. Yeah. Alright. So, that means that you are in a position to call it out, potentially, as you are far enough backed off that you can see that Roxanne Red is standing in the air perpendicular to the ground, and she is lining up her broadsword to do a big plunging attack on Grant. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna yell at Grant. Literally just, Grant, up, stupid. <laughs> Grant, up, stupid. Uh, I bring my sword up to try What's and... What's up, stupid, with you? <laughs> to try and parry the, uh, the sword that is coming down. Alright. Roll. Act under pressure. At a minus one because you are trying to move fast and your armor weighs a ton. I have to move fast and armor too slow. I still get a nine, which I would like to turn into a ten, please. Okay. Still get a nine. And you turn that into a 10. Eventually, I'm going to fucking hit you with damage, Grant Harrison. <laughs> you deflect the plunging attack by the skin of your fucking teeth, and Roxanne Red slams into the ground and kind of leaves a small singed crater. And as she picks herself up and, like, spins her sword to resettle its grip in her hand, there's a very distressing moment as she suddenly scans as your sister, Roxanne Harrison. Just the way she's standing and her facial expression and her tone of voice. Fucking lucky there, Grant. That's not gonna hold out. <sighs> That's weird. That's super weird. And then Steiner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do I even want to do to you right now? Fuck. So. Oh, I know. I know what's happening. So as you come down from the high of completely recovering and freeing yourself, finally, uh, the gold statue angel shudders back to life and bips in front of you and reaches out towards your sword. What do you do? Mm, not touchy sword. Uh, retract the sword and form the, the arm into the particle accelerator. Alright. Give me act under pressure. I rolled good on cool today. Apparently. You can, in fact, roll good on cool today. Could have been a little better, but I'll take an 11. Yeah. 
You don't actually manage to connect with your particle accelerator shot. The angel just bips out of range. But your sword is definitely safe from whatever horseshit that was about to be. Is he like a rust, like a rust eater? No, but if you've been paying attention, you might have noticed that that was the angel that wrote something on Groovy and dried them out and wrote something on Grant's armor and made it heavy. He was going to write like, write like balloon on it or something. <laughs> uh, a different B word. Blunt? Blunt. Grant. You know what? Going to do it one more time. Here we go. Going to do... Please hey. tell me what you're oh. doing before you do it. Oh, uh, the Can I make a suggestion? Ring. Hmm. Why don't you erase the words on your armor? Because I'm more interested in getting Dietrich out of the uh, fucking mind control at the moment. Fair that, point, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I was doing, was getting Dietrich out of mind control. Alright, well, I'm going to eat one of your cookies to have that not be an advanced success. Okay, that's fair. But Dietrich is free now. Perfectly free. And Roxanne Red is very perturbed at you. She, like, full body flinches when you do that. She glowers at you in a way that very much reminds you when you were kids and you were bullying your little sister and you hid her toys from her or some shit like that. <laughs> but she does surge up and tries to touch you with her offhand. How do you respond? Forgetting that my armor is heavy for a second, I try to dodge out of the way. Okay. Act under pressure at a minus one. Not a minus four, oh god! That's an eight. That's an eight. So, she does not manage to draw a line across your chest like she did with Roxanne, but she does manage to, like, poke you, and that poke, like, punches like a shot straight through your armor and straight through you. Take a harm. Ignore armor. Okay. And then it's Steiner's turn. My turn. Your turn. Is Roxanne still trying to save the angels? Is that an ongoing plot point? I think we've mm, given up on no. that. No. Honestly, it's... At this point, I've kind of given up on it. Hmm, that's sad. I mean, you're always free to try. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how exactly I would do that. It's not going to be like a one-turn thing, I think. Definitely not a one-turn operation. Okay. I got an idea. I'm going to use mm -hmm. Doors of Perception... Communicate with someone or something you cannot communicate with by normal means. I want to use some of my divine influence to try to swing them back around. I'll let you make the roll. Yeah. Who are you targeting? Well, was it, um, it's not post-its. Wait, so are you tar targeting the Roxanne's or the first-gen angels? The first-gen angels. Okay. So, yeah, the... the gold one that's been haranguing you for a couple of turns now is Post-its. Although, that's a nickname. I know. I don't know if Roxanne has ever communicated that nickname to you. I'm just 
I'm not talking about my young character. Like, I'm trying to identify which one I'm hitting. Okay, yeah, the gold one is post-its. So I'm trying to get through to post-its. Okay. That's an eight. It is a used magic roll, so what is your glitch? Problematic side effect? Problematic side effect, huh? Yes. I think I know what problematic side effect to give you. You're not gonna like it, but that's part of the point. Yeah. Am I stuck in the ground again? You are not stuck in the ground again. You are kind of... dissociating right now. You're aware of the world around you, but you feel disconnected from your body as you open up this line of communication to the angel in front of you. Kind of spacing out. Something like that. What do you do? You can feel that a door is open. Uh, I don't know a whole lot of the angel speech, but I'm just like trying to mentally connect using my borrowed divinity, I guess, and just convey as loudly and clearly as I can, maybe not, you know, strictly speaking it, but just, you do not have to obey the whims of your creator. Trying to empathy that as loud as I can, I guess. Yeah. Give me a manipulate someone role. Okay. I don't often get to use charm. Yeah, I uh, wish more basic moves did use charm. Yeah, that's a 10. That's a 10. So, Steiner, the response you get is not spoken exactly. A response manifests in your mind, and it doesn't feel like spoken word. It feels like writing. It feels like somebody is writing a note into some sort of psychic chalkboard inside of your head. And it is a very emphatic, I wish I had a choice here. I very much don't want to be doing this, but he made me and he makes the rules. Mm -hmm. And your efforts have not been in vain exactly, but they are not complete yet. I had just I just had a thought for next turn. Well that's next turn. Right now it's the NPC rounds. And when is it Roxanne's? Oh, my bad. I got ahead yeah. of myself. Yes. Um How could that's you next turn right dear now. Dear sweet Chloe. Dear, sweet, sweet, dear, sweet, wonderful, sweet Fefita. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to use the last of my my pen charges to heal myself. Alright, give me the roll. It's a cool roll. I hope it's I hope it is a very cool roll, in fact. I also hope it is a very cool oh, roll. Thank you. That is a very Hell cool yeah. roll. 13. I mean, I don't really get anything for being a thirteen, but it's nice. You get to heal two and take a full turn action. Sure, but I could have done that with ten as well. Anyway. Yep. So, uh, Roxanne, you have teleported way the fuck out of range. You have successfully warned Grant about the oncoming assault from your crimson counterpart. 
and you have jabbed yourself in the neck with the last of your healing juices. Steiner has gone stock still in the middle of battle, and so has Post-its. Red and blue Roxanne are still up and running. Casual and Yellboy are still up and running. But they are all a little bit better on lockdown now that all three of the Ravens leaders are free. What do you do? I hate to say this, but I'm actually going to uh, use the rest of my turn to try to use magic to heal. <laughs> Just because, like, I'm kind of in a bad way. And I would like to sort of create some space for me to work. Okay, you don't have to use your magic. You can still heal one from an injury. Just that's going to be the rest of your turn. You just do that automatically. Oh, can I just do that? Yeah, you could just spend the rest of your turn doing first aid. Yeah, I'm just like, I am trying to create some fucking breathing space to get anything done. All right. That's what you're getting at at me. Sorry, it's not more interesting. <laughs> That's fine. Not every round needs to be some incredible shit. I spent like six turns pinned in the same place. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the NPC rounds now. So, there's some good news and some bad news. Bad news is here, yeah. <laughs> no, bad news is not. here and still not moving much. The good news is that with all of the Ravens leaders now active, they fully have on lock one of the first-gen angels. So I'm going to say casual just doesn't get to do things for the time being. And, uh, well, Post-its is taken at the moment little bit locked up, although definitely still moving. They're in a weird state. Yellboy, however, is all good, all copacetic all the time. And uh, he is going to uh, chase... He's actually going to bip over to Steiner. Steiner could probably use some help, because again, he seems to be entirely insensate. You're telling me this. I'm telling anybody this. What am I doing? So I'm just, like, not available? Yeah. That's your problematic side effect. You are dissociating right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm only at uh, two more harm. And I'm afraid that if I do anything, I will probably die. I will do something. All right. Roxanne's not a coward. Wow. I mean, there's that, and also... You're in much better shape. Yeah. I would like to use magic to defend Steiner by uh, barring a place or portal to a specific person or a type of creature. All right. I would like to use magic to keep Yellboy away from Steiner. Roll use magic, and then roll protect someone. All right. I got a 13 on use magic. Nice. I got 13 on defend someone. <laughs> nice. nice. And uh, I get an experience point for doing that. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I have advanced defend someone. Or protect someone. Good job, good job, good job. So you just throw up this completely impenetrable wall. You could fucking, like, Captain America your shield in front of Yellboy, and whatever Yellboy was about to do just slams into it. Yeah. Bounces off. And then his whole body, like, rotates 30 degrees to be pointed at you, and even over the din of battle and even so far away, you can hear, Thank you very much, Roxanne Harrison. (laughs) (laughs) Grant, though. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're real big and real juicy. Stop. No. So, oh my, oh my <laughs> juicy brother. <laughs> so, what? Roxanne, both of the Roxannes actually are going to kind of pounce on you. Roxanne Blue is going to reach out with her offhand and try and touch you. What do you do? Um, I would like to use... Mom, she's touching me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure Lisa Harrison can hear that all the way in Manhattan. I kind of just want to use wind magic to, like, force her away from me to, like, blow her away so that way she's not able to touch me. All right. You are rolling act under pressure. Oh. Oh. Oh, and okay. Grant dies. Grant does not die. We did roll snake eyes. We did roll. Snake you did eyes. roll snake eyes. Yep, I did roll snake eyes. Okay. So what happens is, is Blue Roxanne reaches out, gets her hand like through your armor, and pulls. And again, the. Massive fucking cut Steiner put through her spinal cord, knits back more and more and more. And it feels like she's going to keep pulling. And you are absolutely going to die. Grant, what memory flashes before your eyes? Honestly, the memory that flashes before my eyes is the promise I made to Ho, saying I'll see you January 4th. Well, you are snapped out of that momentary reverie as Red Roxanne, who was coming in for her own overhead strike, dismisses her sword, snatches her sister by the forearm and pushes down and forces her hand out of you. Huh. Said, take a harm, first of all. Okay. And then the two of them share a look and Blue Roxanne is kind of like hopped up and freaking out in a bit of a battle frenzy, but then comes down a little bit and they both look at you, and Blue Roxanne transformed a lot more dramatically than Red Roxanne did, but you can definitely see your sister in her eyes, and 
blue teleports away. Red stands there for just a second staring at you and then turns and mutters you get one and then bips off into the main scrum. Huh. And then it's a turn early but here's the last hidden mechanic. One of you would have died, so the guillotine swings down. Nobody dies, though. Nobody dies. Hey. Deja lives. Hooray! She already died once. So, speaking of shit Grant says and does, it's his turn. Pen, please! I'm going to use the pen. How's your pen stockade doing, um, by the way? I have one pen with two charges. Okay. Don't roll a three. I rolled a nine. I, f- I forget. No, okay. Reel two and yeah. you don't get an action. Right, yes, yep. yes, yes. I, that is honestly pretty good, because, like I said, I went away from dying. Yup. So we move right along to Steiner. Okay. This is kind of a reach... But I think it's going to be really cool. And I'm not 100% sure on it. So I'm I'm pretty sure I might be wrong in this. I'm pretty sure I rock, learned Roxanne's true name at some point. I think we were talking with Crystal Boy about it. I think I literally told you. Yeah. So I don't know a lot of the high speech. But I know four words now that might be useful here. Uh-huh. I want to speak in high speech. Cessation of being known. Who are you? Okay, first of all, who are you pointing that at? I want to make post-its not known to Adel. Huh. That's a fucking move and a half. Oh my god, that's great. I love it. I'll allow it, but at disadvantage. Okay, that's fair. So what am I rolling exactly? This is going to be a weird roll. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Well, still Still will go. That's a 12. It's above, it's 12 or above, no matter what. Yeah, okay. Hmm. All right, so now I got to think about how this works. <laughs> because you aren't just... This doesn't just affect post-its, this also affects Adel. Which means you are pointing true speech at the person who invented it. And I just say, give you an idea, I doubt he ever expected anyone to use it against him. He comes off as that kind of smug and arrogant. Or at least in this manner. He knows that Roxanne knows how to speak it, at least. But I probably wouldn't have expected it from you. So what happens is you say this aloud and you are shocked backwards into your body. 
and the force of it actually hurts. Take a harm. Okay. And then you go still, and Post-its goes still. And then Post-its just kind of vanishes. And as your eyes refocus on space, now that they are no longer occupying it, you are looking directly at Adel, and Adel has stopped looking directly at the little trio of angels that's been standing in front of them this whole time, and is instead making some powerful eye contact with you. They're in a kind of reclined, seated position in the air, propping up the side of their head on one fist, and they give you a smile that can best be described as coquettish. And their shoulders tremble a little bit in a way that reads as laughter. Uh, good one. If you ever do that again, I will absolutely kill you, though. <laughs> but, uh, everybody's just kind of lost track of post-its. Just want that to be known to everybody in the room. I think I may have erased our ability to see him. Oh, no. I'll miss her. Uh, I guess it's my turn. It is, in fact, your turn, Roxanne. So both Roxannes are still up and running. Yellboy and Casual are still up and running. Though Casual is high-key on lockdown and is probably going to start, like, getting lethally overwhelmed in the very near future. Well, of the three of them, I kind of trust Casual the to survive the best in a combat situation. Okay. Although I guess one of them just isn't here anymore. Yeah. Post-its is just kind of fucking vanished. He's just like zipped back to Elysium's like, okay, can this, is this allowed? Can, can he do that? Are we, what is the ruling on this? <laughs> can I glean anything from like what happened between Steiner and Post-its? I mean, you can bip over to Steiner and have a verbal conversation. Yeah, sure. You know what? I'll just do that. Yeah. Uh, I just teleport over to Steiner and I'm like, Steiner, what the fuck did you just do? I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I did not honestly expect that to work. I just thought I'd try it. But what did you do? I tried to sever the bond between Post-its and Adel. worth as much of a try as anything. While we're here, what is the status on um, saving or not saving your counterparts? I don't know. I don't... I don't know if I have whatever it would take to, to save them. So, Steiner, I, if you do kill one of them, I can't blame you. And I don't expect you to try to save them. They're just as capable of making decisions as I am. This is where they're at. I don't know. Uh, well, if, if Steiner's stupid plan worked... I don't know. What is the problem? I mean, if Steiner's stupid plan apparently worked, 
Well, it did something. It did something. I have an idea. You know more of the high speech than I do. No, I, I have an exceedingly stupid plan. Hell yeah. So there's, like, presumably an aspect to the angels that determines, like, who made them and things like that, right? Presumably. Made in Elysium. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just take I just take some fucking sand paper and sand off the bit there it says made in Elysium. You definitely do know all their names. They did tell you them at one point. I do. I know that much. Actually I have an idea. Do you do you still know death magic? I do. If you can expose the bonds, I have a magic sword that cuts anything. Hmm. Shit, that's true. Oh, I wonder if I can set Steiner up on this. So what that actually sounds like to me is self-magic. Ah. Oh, right. That's, yeah, I confused death magic and self-magic. Grant's the one who knew self or self wounds. Yeah. Roxanne also knows self magic. Oh, Agnes right. Totter. Yay! Fine continues. I think everybody is. No, Steiner hasn't had the education, but both of the Harrison siblings have. I was in my own self for a while. <laughs> yeah, entirely against your will. <laughs> it worked out. Uh, can I try and cast a spell to expose the connection between Yellboy and Adel. So this is going to be like a multi-phase thing. Okay. You are first going to have to do some kind of magic to get into, you said Yellboy? Yeah. You are going to have to do some kind of magic to get into Yellboy's self. Okay. And then you are going to have to do something to expose that and also you're going to have to do something to drag Steiner in with you and then Steiner will have a shot at destroying it okay and it's definitely going to take more than one turn oh I figured and also I just want to make this clear as like a reminder amateur practitioners of self magic cannot continue to operate their bodies while they are inside the self. You'll be sitting ducks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But actually, I, what I was really asking here is, is there a way I could externalize part of Yellboy's self rather than going in there? Not without going in there first. Okay. Oh, fuck it. You know what? Roxanne, you look like you have an idea. Yes. Okay. I'm going to... I point at wherever Yellboy is. I'm going... In. I'm going in. Uh, I'm probably going to be like a sitting duck right now, but... I'm going to try and do something, and if it works, you might see something that I need you to cut. Connecting Yellboy and Adel. So just, uh, trust me. And I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to try to use magic to 
enter your voice self? You are going to roll plus weird, and well, deep down, he very much would like you to succeed at this. He is bound to resist your entry, so you are going to be rolling this at a disadvantage. Okay, well. Oh, fuck me Ooh. dead. Woof. One, two, three, four, five. Is there a way we could get that to a seven? She needs a plus two. If Grant helped me out, doesn't he have a thing to give plus two on help out? I do. Steiner, you could fucking... Because Roxanne is going to ragdoll if she succeeds at this, and... I don't know, maybe you don't feel so confident that you can defend her perfectly against both Roxanne simultaneously. So, maybe call Grant over. Grant, do you have a moment? No, but I'm coming anyway. I will go over there and I will just help defend her, and that's how I help out? Grant, roll Act Under Pressure to cross the battlefield. And your armor's heavy. And your armor's heavy, so roll at a minus one as you fucking trundle your ass across the battlefield. Oh. Hmm. Steiner, do you want to help him out? Helping people school. Hell Holy yeah. shit! You have advanced. <laughs> so. You have advanced. I just out? like see the writing heavy or whatever on his armor. I'm just like chuck a water balloon or something at it. <laughs> okay, so do you have advanced help out? I do. No, wait, no, okay, I don't. Never so, mind. I have okay, wrong thing. You don't? Okay. I have advanced so, something else. Probably act under pressure. So that that turns into a seven, which means I don't get the experience point. Okay. Correct. So as Grant is huffing and puffing his way over to the two of you Roxanne Red shows up and tries to basically beat you back Grant and she doesn't stop your motion but she does like kind of put you on lockdown a bit so this help that you are offering, Roxanne, is going to be at a minus one. Okay. Helping out is cool. Nine. Still a nine. Okay. So, Roxanne, that's a seven. <laughs> and grant between a seven on running over and a seven on helping out. Roxanne Red is going to stay on you, and she is going to actually manage to get a hit in. So take three harm, subtract armor. Okay. But, Roxanne, you do manage to push your way past Yellboy's defenses and into his self. And... Well, this is a use magic roll, I guess. So what's your glitch? Hmm. I mean, I think this is the one situation where just like take a harm is appropriate. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I, I will eat the harm, actually. The other option was going to be, was going to be, it was a short duration. I was just going to say, like, I don't know, I've got one turn to do this. Up to you. Um, I'll eat the harm. It's fine. Okay. In keeping with his slightly plant-like nature, pushing into his self requires pressing through the psychic equivalent of a bramble patch. But you are inside. And it's the NPC round now. Oh boy. And red is going to be joined by blue. All three of the heroes are in one place, and that means there's some kind of horseshit happening, especially because one of the first-gen angels just got dismissed out of nowhere. So they are going to try and put a stop to it. Boys... You need to defend Roxanne somehow. Who wants what? Uh, can I just roll protect someone and like? Oh man, I think they're asking which one are you taking. Oh, uh, I feel like Blue Roxanne is more keyed into my bullshit. Yeah. yeah Blue, okay, I'm actually gonna state straight out: Blue Roxanne is not getting anywhere near you, Steiner. Yeah. I wouldn't either. <laughs> so, Grant, you need to do something to thwart blue, and Steiner, you need to do something to thwart red. Let's see. I still got my laser cannon. Can I just keep her back? Yeah, sure. I'll act under pressure to plug her. A nine. A nine. I hmm. won't know. So... How does this work? Worst outcome, hard choice, or price to pay? You have to take a hit in order to, like, get the angle. She's moving a bit faster now. She seems to have the same sort of, like, progression of fighting harder and faster and better the longer the battle goes on, the same way all of you do. So she does manage to get you good once before you can push her back. Take three harm, subtract armor, and you are on fire. It makes this out of titanium. And Grant. Uh, I want to... Fight smart, my dude, or you might die. Yeah, uh, I would like to... Bar a place or portal to a specific person or type of creature. I just want a an extremely small circle around me, Roxanne, and I doubt I can also swing Steiner, but like just at least us two and maybe Steiner if he's close enough, and just bar it specifically from Roxanne Blue because uh, Roxanne Red has is uh, currently occupied anyway. All right, roll use magic. 13. Nice. Alright. What that's going to amount to is Roxanne's going to have a bonus to what she has to do on her upcoming turn. Yay. You've got a nice wide zone for her to work in. By the way, uh, I don't think anybody's in a position to accept boons this turn. No. No. Certainly not Roxanne. Well, wait, hold on. What NPCs can go now? Because the two Roxans are engaged. Uh, Yellboy is, you know, 
currently on lockdown. Postage is gone, and uh, Casual is fighting everybody. Yellboy is not on lockdown. Oh, he's not? Or they're not? No. No. This is not the same move that you did against Post-Its. Yellboy is still fully ambulatory. Okay. And Yellboy is presently backing up Casual, who actually at one point in this round takes a pretty serious hit from Dietrich and is bleeding a weird shade of purple all over the ground as he continues to fight. But don't have any sympathy after the arrow incident. (laughs) I feel like that's more your fault than his after a certain (laughs) point. However, neither of them are going to menace you this NPC round. It is just the two Roxans. But it's been three turns. Who died? So the guillotine swings down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's Lay. Oh, that's sad. I didn't like him. Yeah, but also Lay's still like a kid. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah, Lay's like 16 or 17. Uh. Casual fires off a massive volley of bronze arrows to try and get a little space after that hit that could have cut him in half if Dietrich had stepped in a little bit farther. And most everybody manages to get out of the way, but Lei is pierced through a dozen times. And... Top of the round, it's Grant Harrison. Okay, I need to get this fucking heavy thing that Post-its wrote on my armor off. Is it? Is it just like normal ink, or is it like etched into the armor? It is etched into the armor. I would like to use frost magic to basically um, try and like fill in the gaps, so that way it's no longer etched in, and hopefully that will work. Huh. Just make the... So... You freeze the metal so it's really brittle, and then just, like, chip enough of it off so that it no longer means the word it means. There we go. That that could work. That could work. So, this is going to be a compound move. This is going to be use magic for the frost, and then act under pressure for the breaking. Okay. And... Roxanne Red is not letting up right now. She has not backed off to back up the other two angels. Mm -hmm. So the casting is going to be like normal, but the act under pressure is going to be at disadvantage. Okay. So that's a 13 for for use magic. You know what? Congrats. Your advanced effect is that I'm getting rid of the disadvantage. Okay, <laughs> and then act so under pressure. So you can roll act under pressure like normal. Eight. Uh, if Steiner helps out, I have a plus one forward I can use to turn that into a ten. Do I have an opportunity to help out? Because I am fighting one of the Roxans. 
You are, so it'll be at a penalty. Uh, disadvantage or a minus? Which would you prefer? Let's go with the minus. Alright. Roll help out at a, mi- at a minus one. Alright. Nine. A nine. Alright. So, you leave yourself open to some kind of reprisal. Uh, Grant. Mm-hmm. Let's at least cover the fact that oh, you do not have nine forwards. You have zero. <laughs> Those numbers are like right next to each other. It's fine. So, Grant, you are able to just knock a big enough hole in your armor that it disrupts the word sufficiently to lighten the load again, but not so big a hole that it is going to impact your armor's resistances. Right. Except in that one tiny hole. (laughs) Hmm. And then... Steiner, you... Whatever role you do next, whatever action you take on your upcoming turn is going to be at a disadvantage. Diverting the attention to help Grant has, like, put you on a back foot against Roxanne Red. And it is your turn now. Awesome. And fire gets resolved at end of turn, yeah? Uh, If you want it to. So I, I haven't been hyper clear about this. If you resolve the fire at the end of the turn, you are guaranteed to take at least one more damage. Okay. Um, so you can either spend your full turn action to fix the fire, or you can do something else and just be guaranteed another harm at the end of the turn. If I spend my entire turn to fix the fire, I just know I'm going to get set on fire during the NPC round anyway. <laughs> Uh, what I want to do is, um, I'm going to try to finish off Roxanne Blue. Okay. And I want to use that, I want to do that with Far Cut. Alright. Roll mm, plus weird then. No, not Far Cut, just the laser cannon, actually. Okay. Roll, kick some ass. So I'm doing disadvantage. So we'll just yes. roll. 3d6 plus your tough score. Or I guess your sharp score, because you kicked some ass with sharp. Things aren't looking good. Guaranteed. Or it's a success. So it's a seven. Your shot does three? Uh, four. Three base and then plus one devastating. Right, okay. So you do not kill Roxanne Blue, but you do punch a pretty neat hole in the crystalline rib cage that's inside of her chest. And, I mean, she's not just going to take that lying down. You've seen her do this move a couple of times where she just, like, reaches out with her offhand, makes a grasping motion, and pulls her hand into herself, and she gets a little bit better. And she does that again here. Take a harm. Ignore armor. And And fire. Then it's fire time. So take a harm. From being on fire, and then what do you do to extinguish yourself? It's still dumping the coolant. Yeah, you've definitely worked up enough of a sweat to have enough coolant to vent at this point. And I think at this point, you said you're unstable? You get on one, plus one ongoing? Yeah, I do. You are in unstable territory, so 
your body floods with extra energy as you tip a little too close to death for your life support's comfort. Whoops. 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 That's not great. That's not great. I'm sorry, you have to take another harm. I don't like it. Not doing good here. Roxanne, it's your turn. You are in Yelpoi's self. It is formatted differently than any other self you've been in. Okay. It's still the it's still the same kind of liminal space. It has that kind of feel on your skin. But instead of just like complete darkness dotted with hundreds of tiny lights that are other selves and then the actual self in the center, there is still the self there in the center and it is like green and less of a silhouette than the normal ones. It is much more defined and stable than the regular gold selves you have seen previously. And all of the other selves are just kind of flitting around like dragonflies. Huh. That's weird. Can I roll something to try and make some sense of what's going on here? You can give me a sharp roll. Well, that usually doesn't go very well for me. Let's go to shot, though. No, 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 no. I have no fucking oh. clue. I'm sorry. Angel liminal spaces are weird, I guess. <sighs> okay. The, like, other selves that Yellboy is connected to are floating around like dragonflies, you said? Mm-hmm. Are all of them floating around like dragonflies? Yes. There are a lot fewer of them than there are in any of the other liminal spaces you've ever been in. Presumably because Yellboy has met fewer people than you and Grant have. Right. Hmm. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Since Adol has, you know, like, knows death magic and also has a death-dealing sword, can I <laughs> attempt to, like, fuse two disciplines here and try and, like, find the one self that is connected to Yellboy that is like most steeped in death, I guess. That's pretty valid. I'll let that happen. All right. What do you want me to roll for it? Uh, roll plus weird to detect death on an other self. I got a nine. You got a nine. I think I did. I did a magic, didn't I? Shouldn't I have a plus one? I forgot that you have that thing. I, I'm used to having it with Grant. I'm not used to having it with you. You've absolutely used magic at some point tonight, so... Uh, use magic to get in here. Yeah. So, yeah, that can be a 10. Cool. And obviously I don't get it back because that's not the rule. But I got a 10. Yep. And you can positively identify which one of these dragonflies has the stench of death about it. And the instant you identify it, it becomes like 
grossly obvious in hindsight that this is the one that ties Yellboy to Adel. The dragonfly is like bigger and a slightly different color. Look, it's like that fucking scene from the Harry Potter movies where they're finding the fucking keys. Yes. So, what now? <sighs> hmm. Can I use magic to bar a place or a portal to a specific person or type of creature to temporarily externalize the connection between Adel and Yellboy? <laughs> I'll allow you to twist it that way. <laughs> so I have time to roll weird. Oh, I really hope this doesn't. I hope this works. I really hope this works. I've got a fucking 12. <laughs> you get a fucking 12. I do not have advanced use magic, but still, I got a 12. Okay. So, from your sight, the dragonfly just kind of disappears. Steiner, Roxanne told you keep your eye on Yellboy for something to come out of him for you to attack. And it's a little bit difficult because... I'm on fire. You're on fire. You're under attack by Roxanne Red. And Yellboy is with Casual in the scrum of all the remaining ravens. But despite all of that, it is still very obvious when a large bright green and flashing gold dragonfly just kind of flies out of Yellboy's head on a tether and is flitting about the area. Hmm. Do we have to wait for my turn to do anything, or... We do. So... Roxanne Blue is going to back off of the group to go back up the other two angels because she sees what's happening here and isn't just going to sit there and let it happen. So she is presently in the scrum. Speaking of the scrum, Everybody kind of gets the idea that this is the big glowing weak point of this monster and everybody is trying to focus down the dragonfly. None of them are able to successfully hit it, but because the thing is so close to Yellboy, Yellboy actually takes a bunch of hits. Oh no. And Casual is just going to continue fighting everybody as normal. No change with him. Roxanne Red, however... Huh. Well, Steiner's on fire, so she doesn't need to press that at all. So... I don't know. She doesn't really know anything about self-magic, and maybe she's worried that this, uh... Roxanne will be able to just turn right around and do whatever this is to casual. So Roxanne Red is actually going to target Roxanne. That's a sentence. Alright. 
Roxanne has killed Roxanne. <laughs> so, Grant Steiner, you want to maybe protect her as she's yes. coming out of this state? Um, real quick, I want to ask you, Ape, do you have advance to protect someone? No, I'm not very good at it at all. Okay, well then I will roll protect someone then, because I do not have advanced, but I also I do have a two in tough. Eleven! Still rolling eleven. Um, okay. The extra I want is to suffer little harm, please. Okay. So, you are merely grazed by her great flaming broadsword. You take no harm from the blade itself, but you are singed by its edge. Just the one harm. Okay. And you are not on fire. Okay. I'm extremely close to dying again, so that's cool. Well, don't worry. We're, we're done here. I think you can back off and heal yourself. Okay. That's the end of the NPC rounds. And Grant, it's your turn. I will say that you can definitely identify that something has happened to one of the first-gen angels, which is probably a sign that Roxanne is successful, and also Roxanne is, like, stirring okay. from having fucking ragdolled all over the ground. Alright, uh, I would like to back off and use the very last charge of my very last pen. Give me a cool roll. Thirteen! Ooh! Heal two. And you get another full turn action. Could you make me not on fire? I would appreciate it. Because otherwise I'm going to have to spend my turn doing that. Okay. Yeah, is there a way I can make Steiner not on fire? Is there like a way I can use my ice magic to just like blow in, like a frost that unimmolates him? I will let you first roll weird and then roll help out. How okay. does that sound? All right. That's a seven. Seven. Use magic. And then... Um, well, this is a successful roll. Mag use magic, so let me give you your forward first. Okay. But what do you want? Disadvantage or a minus? I'll do the disadvantage. Please do not okay. accidentally kill me. Roll 3d6 plus your cool score. Uh, so that's... Seven, eight... eight. Nate. So, Steiner, you are extinguished. Yay. And Grant Roxanne Red is up your ass about it. How do you respond? I kind of want to use magic to trap a specific person, minion, or monster and just trap Roxanne Red, like, I guess, mid-leap and have her slam to the ground. Okay. Roll use magic. That's a 10. That's a 10. So here's the funny thing. Is you cast the spell, you trap her in midair, mid-leap. She doesn't fall. She just kind of stays there. Okay. And she, like, grins at you in a very cat-like way. And she just... I'm an angel, Grant. I can fly. Okay, yes, but also, now you're not going to be able to hit me for, I don't know, maybe the next ten seconds. She barks at you in true speech, but there's zero teeth behind it. <laughs> Shut up, Grant. 
I feel like <laughs> half feel compelled to like you don't understand it, but you have that compulsion to click your jaw shut. You don't have to do it, but you know what she meant by that. And just jokingly, I'm going to be like, Mom, Roxanne told me to shut up. I've been waiting for you to use that as an actual, like, counter. <laughs> just because it would be really funny for you to counter one of the Roxanne's by going, if you hit me, I'm going to tell Mom. <laughs> <sighs> so, Steiner, well, this weirdly familial scene plays out a few feet from you. What are you doing? Well, I have two hit points left, but I'm not on fire, and the whole purpose of this was to cut the fucking bonds. I gotta make a mad dash over to Yell Boy. Yep. Roll. Act under pressure to get through the scrum. Give yourself a plus one, because... I already have a plus one. Give yourself another plus one. A plus two. Okay, dokie. Because? Because there's... Your opponents are pretty outnumbered, so there's a lot of room for you to get through. It's so close, 11. but it'll do. Very good. So you can get up to Yellboy. And now I need you to roll again, act under pressure to attack the dragonfly. 13! I have advanced Even act under better. pressure. Okay, okay, so... Here's what happens, is you whip your sword in, and the dragonfly flits just up out of the arc, and you make contact with the weird little tether that's attaching it to Yellboy, and your blade, for the first time, is stopped. Hmm. And there's only one reason why this could have happened, and you can... your eyes just on instinct flit over to Adel and with the hand that isn't lazily supporting his chin he's grasping something in the air and like squeezing you can see the the slightest of tremble showing that he is putting a little bit of effort into a squeeze and he grins at you as you press and press and press into it, and then you actually overcome the force that he's putting into it, and his arm just kind of snaps back like he was putting tension on something and then all of the tension whipped out, and he blinks at you a couple of times. That's right. Magic sword. Magic sword. Magic sword. For the briefest of instants, Adel looks excited before tamping down onto it and going back into neutral. But the cord attaching the dragonfly to Yellboy breaks, and as always, when an other self is detached from the self, it self-destructs very quickly and Yellboy goes still and then vanishes. Hmm. Seems to be happening a lot. Wonder what it means. <laughs> Probably not important. Probably not important. Roxanne. 
Yes. You wake up and you're in a bit of a heap on the ground. Red Hue's also hovering like, I don't know, four feet above us. Uh, hmm. She and Grant kind of have weird looks on their faces. I looked at Red Roxanne, I look at Grant, and I just go, absolutely not. And I start in on her. All right. Roll kick some ass. Nobody hits my brother but me, wait. <laughs> I really hope that I get a 10 because I can get the one thing I really want out of this. I got a 12. Cool. <laughs> you got a 12. Alright. Your advanced effect. God, I know I can't... I really want your attack drives the enemy away in a route, but like... I don't know if you'd let me have that. Mm, sort of. I would sort of let you have it. Alright. What does sort of mean, or am I just going to take it and find out? You would have to take it to find out. I'll take it and find out. I will fuck around and find out. (laughs) Excellent. You're attacking her with your... For once, not the hammer. Uh, actually, no, never mind. She realized I don't actually have any stats for the shield, so... Like, I don't want to have to hatch that out right this second, so yes, it's just the hammer. Okay. Whip your hammer up into the middle of her chest. The impact of it shatters Grant's binding spell. And again, it's a very solid hit, but she doesn't seem quite as hurt by it as you would like her to be. She's made of some pretty stern stuff. And she goes backwards through the air and then vanishes, and then you hear like a thump slide up near the head of the tunnel where Adel is. Did she teleport and then keep all of the inertia and still hit the wall? She teleported, kept all of the inertia, and hit the ground and slid a couple of feet. I thought she hit the worm instead for a second. No. The thump was her hitting the ground. And... You can all see as Adel, like, turns their head, looks at Roxanne, says nothing. Which Roxanne? Roxanne Red. Okay. And Roxanne Red, you can see her chest rising and lowering as she's puffing out air. And you all sort of weakly hear, give me a minute here, boss. And Adel just kind of shrugs and goes back to looking at the trio in front of him. Not mad, but I am disappointed. And then it's the NPC rounds, which... So first of all, let me ask, does anybody want a boon at this point? Yes, I'm going to fuck around and ask for a boon. All right, from whomst? Well, actually, okay, hold on. I feel like this boon might be more useful for someone else, but I was going to take George. Anybody else want George's boon before I take it? Mm, you can have it, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I'll just try and heal as soon as I can. Okay, I'm gonna roll cool. I got a 14. And a 14, nice. You, at some point, can just declare that you don't take a hit. And then 
how about the boys? I'm in a little breathing room. I can heal, but I do need to heal. Yeah, I need to heal. So I'm gonna pass on NPC boons for this round. We'll attempt to take a fix on stable boon from Abe. Alrighty. Thirteen. You get it. We'll be using it almost immediately, probably. <laughs> Alright. And then... Actual NPC actions here. Uh, Red Roxanne is... Taking a minute. So... She doesn't get a turn. But... Blue Roxanne and Casual are going to do things. And for once, they're not going to be things pointed at you guys. They're going to be things pointed at the other NPCs. Which might be really bad. Hmm. So, Casual is going to fire off another huge hail of arrows into the middle of the scrum. And... Roxanne Blue is going to try to kill Guang Kong. What did Guang Kong do to her? I don't know, probably hit her a bunch. So... He's a fan favorite character, we can't kill him. Who's <laughs> all of our viewers. We've made t-shirts! <laughs> so who would like to do what? Steiner, you are in the middle of the scrum. Grant, you are way outside of it. I'm also at two health, and I'm bad at protecting people. Uh, so you can just choose to uh, do nothing. That's valid. Maybe try to throw off his aim. Can I just, like, pop him to try to throw his aim off? I'd allow it. It would still be a protect roll. Hmm... Even if I succeed at a protect roll, I still kind of take harm, and that's a bad thing for me to be doing. How about this? Instead of giving you harm for a partial success or even a full success, it will just cause different things to happen with the friendly NPCs. It doesn't hurt you either way. Well, I guess it's better than doing nothing. Yeah. Alright, and I do have my plus one because I'm very hurt. Yep, roll two, defend. Well... Fortunately, that's five. An attempt was made. An attempt was made. How about Grant? Your uh, your quartermaster is going to get gored in a minute here. Yes, you do. Okay. So, what I want to do is I want to summon a monster into the world with the intent of it leaping and grabbing the spear away from Roxanne Blue before uh, she can get a hit in. I don't think I could allow that because you can't communicate intent during the summoning. You would have to speak um, it to whatever you summon. Dang it. I was that gonna, would take too long. I was gonna I was gonna summon the blink dog. I was gonna summon Amy. I summon the Jersey large cinder block wall. <laughs> Can't you just blow him out of the way? Yeah, that was going to be my backup plan. Do something that is beyond human limitations. Just 
create a gust of wind that like shifts him a bit to the side so that her aim is completely off. Uh, that wouldn't be something beyond human limitation. This would be a magic roll, but it would not be a used magic roll. Okay. Either way. So this is another double move for you of first roll. Weird. You do not get your hand for it. Wow. Oh, wow. That's Nobody a five. Nobody can get rolls today. Nobody can get rolls today. NPCs are just going to fucking die. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... That's a five, by the way. Yeah, that's a five for the folks at home. Two fives in a row. Grant, your shot goes really wide, and Steiner, likewise, are a little bit too busy with the chaos of the rest of the scrum to actually get your shot in properly. So... You add them together, it's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> so, two of them fall down. Guang Kong, as stated previously, and BB. Oh, oh no, BB! Who falls to Casual's attack. Unfortunately, the funny little cuss cricket is uh, dead on the spot. Sorry, BB, we tried, but the dice said no. Was an attempt. So, Grant, uh, in the past handful of moments, your fellow initiate level member and also your fucking quartermaster have died. Yeah. You can have a lot of explaining to do. I mean, probably not, actually. It'll probably just be they fell in battle. Shit happens. It's a fight for the world. Uh... Roxanne Red is presently taking a snooze next to Adel, and Roxanne Blue and the last first generation angel are in the middle of the scrum. Yeah. Nor in a bad way health-wise, Steiner is in a worse ways health-wise, and Roxanne is in an equally bad to you ways health-wise. So things are going great. Things are going Fantastic. Um, you only have three opponents now. Yeah. And one of them is taking a nap. Blue's almost dead. Yeah, uh, my my plan was actually to have my sword uh, go and try and cut Blue down. So that way I can heal a little bit and attack at the same time. It'll be the first time I've done damage this entire fight. Crazy. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Don't roll a five. Yeah. Five. Don't roll. You are... I'd say getting into close range is fine. Okay. Uh, without a roll. Right. So you can roll me kick some ass. I would like to turn that into a 12, please, with my forward. Okay. And I would like to suffer no harm. All right. Your sword hits for three. Uh, I believe so, and if she wasn't expecting it, I, I mean, this nah. is a stretch. Okay, yep, yeah. all right. That era has long since passed. Yeah. We've got a sword in a fight? What? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it hits for three. I was right. not expecting that. So, Grant, as your sword returns to you, you may heal for one. 
Okay. Oh, no, wait. No, I'm sorry. Um, I forgot. I remembered in time enough that we can wind this back. Uh, Roxanne Blue has unholy strength. So mm. even with your plus one forward, that would only be an 11. Do you want to keep that forward? Uh, yes, please. If it's not going to do anything for me. Yeah. So instead of no harm at all, uh, you'll still be able to heal for the one, but you need to pick something else. Uh, minus one harm. Okay. So you have to get into close range to hit her, which means you are within range of her lethal siphon is the name of the move. She isn't able to get a good enough grasp on you to hurt you with the pull, and you're high enough on battle right now that your life force just surges back up to fill it, but she doesn't look any worse now than she did when you first attacked her. That's weird. Okay. And Steiner. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm gonna get a better chance to heal, and I need to do that. Okie doke. You gonna roll medic? Yeah, and I can't kill myself with healing this time. I have <laughs> one more health than that would take. Eight. Alright, I can heal one harm. And I'm gonna use my boon to stabilize myself. And because I Okey-doke. have Resilience, I heal myself for an extra, so I heal two, so I'm back three harm. Nice. Hey. Danger Mario mode. Exit. Mm-hmm. And then we come back round to Roxanne. <sighs> yeah. Oh, man. Red is taking a nap. Blue is looking pretty bad, but not like on death's door. And casual is, I mean, numerically, just about half health. Hey, Chloe? Yes? I mean this in the nicest way possible. Mm-hmm. Kill you ourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still near-ish to Grant, so I want to try and get into touch range to hit Roxanne Blue with my touch attack, my hand attack. Do you, okay. Do you need me to roll to get into that range, or...? Uh, yes, but you can roll Angel Wings to do it. I'll take it. At a seven. At a seven? All right. So I'll let you pick this. I assume you're coming in for a kick some ass next. Yeah. is either at a minus one or disadvantage your choice. I feel like the most logical choice here is a minus one. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you can math out which one is actually worse to take, but I we're all I feel done. like it's always going to be just taking the minus one. And since this is your touch attack, it's ignore armor, so the unholy strength does not apply. I got a 12, even with the minus one. Yep. You know what? We fucked around with this, and honestly, we fucked around long enough. Uh, I guess I guess she, if she has four health or less, she is dead because I'm taking 
do double harm because I have advanced kick some ass. Okay. Well, she isn't exactly going to take this lying down. Okay. So you, you had to get real close to get your hand in. This is intimate range. And she makes a quick assessment as to what's about to happen. And she brings her trident around at you. And it's going to hit you for three harm. Subtract armor. Okay. However... She does have another skill, and it rolls off of tough. Eleven. So, this is five harm subtract armor. Okay, so it's uh, I would take two harm. Three. Oh, you're right, you're right. Is she hitting me before I hit her? It's simultaneous. The moment as her trident twists up into its spear form and drives deep into you is also the moment that you get just enough purchase to pull. And there's a contest as to who's going to give out first. And it is simultaneous enough that as the harm drips in, you pull life force out of her. So, you take three harm, and you also heal three harm. I heal four harm, don't I? No, she only had three left. Oh. So, I actually don't heal anything, then? Your health situation stays static. Okay. And... As you withdraw your hand and her body starts to go slack, her spear slides out of you and the hole in your torso that it made starts to knit shut magically. She has a look on her face that you recognize from the first couple of days after Notcher transformed you. And then she drops and goes still. And then it's the NPC rounds. Do I need to ask if anybody wants a boon this time? I still have a boon and I don't want another one. Nah, I'm good. Okay. So, Roxanne Red roars with rage, surges up from her standing position. We're trying to do the same thing. (laughs) Doesn't mean she can't be angry about it. Fucking killed her sister, my dude. She's allowed to be angry about it. So did Roxanne. She's trying to do the same to you. She breathes in in a real particular way and looks a bit better for it. And then she jumps in, teleports, and tries to cut Roxanne in half. 
What do you do, Rox? In what direction is she trying to cut me in half? Horizontally? Okay. Vertically's meaner. You're right, but... Oh, man. Not to just completely undercut the dramatic tension here, but... What if I transformed into... Not a snake. What if I transformed into a goat to dodge under the swing? That'd be allowed. Roll act under pressure to transform. Alright, roll to goat. I got a seven. You got a seven. She clips your horns. Take a harm. And she just takes one of my fucking horns off. Yep. And... It's gross. Those things bleed. There's nerves in there. (laughs) Why are you taking a harm? Casual is still highly active here and is going to clap and spread his hands and then, like, well, there's only six of them left, so, like, half of the remaining ravens are just pinned in space by bronze arrows that manifest on their joints. And then, Uh, speaking of... They're just dead forever. Speaking of six, nobody dies. Yeah! Woohoo! That's good. Except I blew Rock's would have been Jack. She's fucking dead as hell. That would have been Jack. Roxanne Red continues the arc of her swing past your horns, and it almost cuts Jack in half, which would have been weird because he's a pile of smoke but also this is magic fire so there could have been some interaction there but Dietrich is able to step in and just deflect it up towards the ceiling Pinball power and that makes it Grant's turn yeah um I'm still within close range to the fray right yep okay um yeah, let's try and hit Roxanne Red with the sword again. Well, actually, we for the first time. I think this is the first time you've attacked her with it. Yep, and that's, and that's a fucking that's miss. That's a fucking miss. Does she have any... Yeah, that is a close-range attack. Your sword zips past her, and, I mean, she was aware of you striking blue with it so she parries it and it kind of goes wide off course and then she throws out her offhand and makes a raking motion and your armor picks up a little of it but not all of it take one harm ignore armor okay steiner well, two out of three ain't bad. I'm going to see if I can finish off casual. Just going to try and kill him? I mean, we did something to two of them. Yeah, something that made them leave. Uh, unless you guys want to try to save casual. Yeah, I would like to try and save casual. He's cool. I mean, at this point, I was just like, 
Alright, I guess we know how to do it now. Fine. Save Arrow Boy. Hey, if we save Arrow Boy, then he can undo all the arrows he did. Shut up. Nothing can undo that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not the one that he did on you. But the ones, all the ones that are currently active. In which case, I'm gonna go for Red Rocks. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna try and solve it your way, but that works too. It's Grant's turn to save one. Uh, I don't I'm, think Grant has the capability to do I, that. I don't have the capability of doing it. I, Grant, I guess Grant could do it the same way because he actually knows self-magic just as well as Roxanne, if not a little bit better. I would say probably better. Yeah, so he could do it the same way she did. If you do want to have Grant be the one to take it over. Okay. Here. And in the meantime, I'm going to deal the yeah, like Alex with Red Rocks. Plus, I think if I yell again, that uh, Adel is really going to take that first. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're just going to attack Red, then you kick some ass. Ten. That's ten. Less harm, please. Less harm. All right. So you cut her pretty dang deep. And she obviously can't parry your sword out of her. So she just backs up and does the same sort of like raking claw motion across you that she did across Grant. And she's just enough off balance from your strike that she doesn't get all of her claws into. So you're only taking one harm, ignore armor. Okay. And I'm unstable again, yay. Yay. Danger Mario is online, and it's Roxanne's turn. Um, communicate to the uh, rest of the crew that we can... Well, I don't know if they want to save Casual, considering you just killed a bunch of them. Look, what happens is going to happen at this point. We saved a couple of them. We think. I don't know what happened to Post-its. Well, okay. If it didn't work, then we can't save them. They're not actively killing us, which is, you know, something. Yeah. So, I mean, I hate to have to be the pragmatic one here, but if we get rid of one of them, that gives us a better chance at kill at saving the last one. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't think I can, I don't think any of us are capable of talking down Red Roxanne. So, I know that Red Roxanne also has a, like, touch attack. But then again, also, I need health. So I'm going in, I'm going in with a spicy touch. All right. I am untransforming and just going in with my hands to try and get some of my health back. I hope it works. I got an eight. You got an eight. All right. So... Here, here's the kind of weirdness of it. Uh, your health situation does not improve, but hers does get worse. You reach out, press your palm to her, suck life force, and in response, she just swipes her offhand through the hand that is touching her, and 
you recover two, but also take two. What if I used my boon to negate a hit? You could do that. Uh, you know what? No, 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 no. I might as well hold on to it, because, like, I could, like, completely fuck up my trying to dodge whatever she does next, and it would be better for that. So I should at least hold on to it for one more turn, I think. Okay. So, NPC rounds. I hate that my turn is the last one, because it feels like I do something <laughs> and then bad shit just happens. Well, boons, anybody? No, thank you. I've got the one I want. I'm sticking to it. Um, I think I'm okay. Okay. So, no boons. And... So, since none of you communicated that you were going to attempt to save Casual... It means everybody is going to continue to pour heat on him, and Sad. he's going to take yet more very significant wounds. He's looking not on death's door, although that's kind of difficult to read with his completely alien biology, but he is looking bad. And he's not, of course, just going to sit there and take it. A whole bunch of the ravens are still pinned in space, so he's going to use his one big attack and just fire off another storm of arrows, and this time, Roxanne and Steiner, you're close enough to be in danger of it. Well, I've done this before. Uh, I just fire up the arm cannon and just try to blast him out the way. Give me the roll. Give me the roll. At the plus one. That is an eight. That is an eight. Alright. How's about Roxanne? I like raise my shield over my head to try and block the arrows. Okay. I mean, I'm, my hands are free right now, so it shouldn't take too. It shouldn't be hard, too hard to just go boop my shield into my hand. I assume that is also cool. That is also cool. Cool. I also got the eight. You also got the eight. So. Neither of you take any harm, but you both have, let's just say minus ones. You both got minus ones to your next actions. Just thrown off guard from having to respond to an attack. Yeah, so many attacks, such a big cloud. Steiner, you're only able to knock off some of them. And while the ones that hit you don't hurt, they do, like, knock you off balance. One of them comes perilously close to your foot. And no. you are <laughs> a little bit wigged out by it. It's my Vietnam is that arrow. And then for her part, Miss Red is in pretty bad shape and wants to not be in bad shape. So she is going to teleport all the way out of the scrum and take another deep breath in and look a bit better for it. Not as she was at the start of the fight, but considerably better. Mm -hmm. So, Grant Harrison. Yes. The current state of the battle is 
One of the first generation angels remains on the field and is looking pretty bad. Roxanne Red is the only Roxanne yet alive and she has been doing this weird sort of come in, get a couple of hits in and then back off and heal trick. And a bunch of the ravens are kind of pinned up in space by big bronze arrows. What's the plan here? Well, Roxanne and Steiner were doing weird things to the other angels, and that seemed to have gotten them away. So Grant's going to find a nice pillar to hide behind, so that way Roxanne Red doesn't just insta-gank him as he... There aren't any, but Uh, I get what you mean. Yeah, and try and go into Casual's liminal space. Alright. Roll weird at a minus one, because Casual is resisting you. Yeah. Uh, I would like to use my forward to turn that into a ten, please. That's pretty valid. So, you push through and you enter Casual's liminal space and it's very strange in here. It's definitely not like yours or Roxanne's. For one, it seems finite. Hmm. Like yours was just this massive, infinite darkness with all of the other selves out in the distance. This one seems to be a room. And there's a door on every wall, including the floor and the ceiling. And you're in the room with the self, which is weirdly humanoid and seems to just be like a person holding a bow with an arrow cocked and half drawn and like looking up somewhere into the sky that doesn't exist in this room. Um, I would like to, I don't know. I don't know which one would be better, read a bad situation or investigate a mystery because I'm trying to find the self that idol is and I guess either Drag it, or drag it out or take care of it here. I think it would be investigate a mystery and you would be twisting where did it go to where is it? Well, I mean, I can ask of anything where I, that I fucking want, actually. You've got two. They have to be reasonable, but you can ask me anything. Where is Idol's self bit in here? All right. So there's obviously nothing in this room besides Casual's self. So you pick a door at random, and as you open it, there are just racks and racks of bronze arrows just lining the walls. And all of them are shimmering a kind of copper red. And as you like get close to them and maybe touch one or pick one up, these are definitely other selves. So you can put one down. And 
you have the thought of you know what Adel's presence is like from having him live in your head rent-free for several months. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of hone in on that feeling and you have to run through a bunch of rooms and at one point you have to like blow open one of the ceiling doors with wind magic and leap up but you do come across an arrow that is shimmering a much darker red than all the others what's the best way to destroy this fucking thing oh well Steiner did a pretty damn good job of it last time you just gotta externalize it somehow. I gotta hold right. it. Uh, I'll just pick it up and take it with you. Yeah, no, like that's that was my plan. <laughs> just pick it up and here I go, getting out of your liminal space. All right, roll plus weird to take it with you. Fifteen. Good lord. 15. Very good. You appear back in the waking world and you have a weird arrow in your hands. Uh, and I shout, Steiner, over here! And it is Steiner's turn. Um, Alright. I'm gonna try to cut the spawn. Alright. I won't make you roll to get out of the scrum because presently it's a scrum of like six against one. I am actively moving towards the one, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, roll Act Under Pressure to sever the bond. Twelve. Twelve. Advanced. It's the same sort of thing before, but the resistance to your cut lasts only long enough for you to be aware that Adel is doing it, and then Adel just lets it go. And like the other three before him, Casual just pops out of the room, and Red just kind of hollers from the head of the tunnel. Fucking hell. Stop that. Quit it. You're making me look bad. It's gonna turn out that by, like, undoing the bond with Adel, we kind of unmake them. It's probably better than getting stabbed to death. Probably. And it's Roxanne's turn. I... Okay. I haven't brought this up because I thought you just... You knew about it and just decided to ignore it. But we're so close to the end of this, I'm thinking you might have forgotten, you had asked Notcher to set up some kind of containment something for Roxanne Red. Yes, and he said it would take time to get ready, and that it, I told him to tell me when it, to give me some sort of signal when it was ready. Hmm. Oh. Okay, then that's on me, because I forgot about that. <laughs> I kind of forgot that until you mentioned it, but I do remember specifically saying that bit. Okay. So, Roxanne, as Casual disappears and you have a second to catch your breath as you have just the one opponent, something appears in your hammer space. Hmm. Okay, can I take it out and look at it? Yep. 
What is it? It is a small packet of post-it notes. Oh. I'm gonna fucking cry. Oh, what do the post-it notes say? We're ready for you to bring her in. Alright. Alright. Can I, like, make a roll to... Because she's not here. She's at the other end of the... Whatever, right? Yeah. Okay, can I... She's probably going to come for me. Because, you know, I kind of killed the blue Roxanne. So, I'd like to, like, roll to ready myself for when she comes in to try and, like, grab her and teleport us both to Elysium. Okay. So, roll act under pressure to ready an action. Alright. I got a nine. Okay. So, that's going to give you a plus one to the roll when it comes in. Okay. And we come right around to her turn. And... Are you still in the middle of the scrum, Roxanne? Or now that the scrum kind of doesn't exist, have you left it? I don't really think I was really in the scrum at all. I was just, I was wherever the other Roxanne was before she teleported away. Okay, that was in the middle of the scrum. Oh, okay. Yeah, I probably like got out of the way a little bit when I was getting ready for her. Okay. I guess since it is the NPC round, I should ask, does anybody want a boon? Nope. Right? Yeah, not right now. Maybe later, though. Maybe later, though. So, it being Roxanne Red's turn now, she takes a couple of steps back, you can all see, and gets a running start, and then, like, plants a foot into the ground, skids, and uses the like rebound force off the ground to push herself backwards into a big strike and then bips to be within striking range of you, Roxanne. It's a very clever move. It's very, very clever. How do you respond? Clever girl. You know, can I just use my boon from George to just like eat this hit and roll to grab her. You can absolutely do that. You read one move in advance because her capabilities are so similar to yours and you know that she's your target. You holler at George and as Red teleports and the arc of the swing gets closer, this thin but adamantine strong dragon wing just rips out of George's back and gets in between you and the broadsword and the broadsword bounces off of it. Alright. And I would like to try and grab her and teleport her to Elysium then. Alright. First roll, act under pressure to grab because she can teleport. She can potentially get out of the way of this. Uh, I got a 12. You got a 12. 
Nice. So your advanced effect is you are total making this angel wings roll at a plus three. Okay. Okay. You get a plus one from being a good angel, a plus one from a ready action, and a plus one from an advanced act under pressure. I got a 15. Cut a motherfucking 15. So, uh, I had set a number on the successful teleportation, and so you fucking blow it out with that 15. <laughs> and the two of you just bip into, I'm assuming you're aiming specifically not for a place, but for Notcher. Yes, that makes the most sense. So, the two of you manifest in Elysium right next to Notcher, and there's a moment where she is struggling against you, and her mouth flies open to bark something in true speech, and then Notcher for the first time that you've known them since getting out of their crystal raises their voice and almost screams at Roxanne also in true speech stand still stay silent and Roxanne Red does not speak and does not move and Notcher and a couple of the weird like black-robed angels that were always interacting with them while they were in their crystal pick Roxanne Red up and start corralling her and stuffing her into one of the orbs that, instead of amber light, is a kind of, like, gentle purple. And you've got a couple of seconds here before they complete this. I just look at the Red Roxanne and I say, when this is all over, if you still want to try and kill me, then we'll, then we'll handle this. But for now, take a fucking nap. And I'm just going to, I guess I'm heading back, like, I, ask him, I guess I'll wait to see it work. Ask him what the fuck happened to the angels. <laughs> uh, well, I got post-it notes, so I assume they're fine. In the couple of seconds that it takes for him to finish stuffing her into the orb, Casual does come up behind you and, like, wraps an arm around one shoulder in a kind of comforting clap. It just says to you, did the best you could. Get back in there, kid. You're real short on time. Yeah. Tears when we're, tears when it's done. And yeah, I just I bit back to the rest of the group and we can wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. And you appear back in the tunnel and all of the ravens have kind of gone still and are just appraising Adel, who Grant and Steiner, you know, hadn't moved 
in the time Roxanne was gone, but when she reappears, he does actually come up out of his floating sit and excellent work, heroes. Thanks, I appreciate that. And that's where we're calling it. Good night, everybody. I've been sitting on this for like 30 minutes. Michael Crichton was like six foot nine. What the fuck? I don't know who that is. Jurassic Park. Same. Oh. Okay. Sure. I don't know why that's relevant to anything. I, um, I just, I learned it like, I, I read it on Twitter and I've just been yelling, I wanted to yell it for like 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, we're not going to have a big long wind down because this has been an exceptionally long session and my players are very tired. So well done at getting past phase two, everybody. Uh, I was prepared there after a point for you all to eat it in this phase. Hmm. Uh, but uh, Okay. What would have happened then? Oh, I'm not going to fucking tell you that. Just have to play and find out. And the listeners will have to listen and find out. Yeah, there's so much left to be done. You have finally graduated to fighting the final boss, actually, for real. We finished the gauntlet, and now we've used up all of our mega elixirs, and we have to fight the final boss. Yep. So. I have one extra life left. Look forward to that. It's going to be a hell of a thing. Thank you, my players, for sticking with me through that grueling ordeal. Get hyped for the next grueling ordeal. And thank you, listeners, for being present throughout this exceptionally violent span of time. I appreciate it. Have a good night. Good night. I'm so ready to finally kill somebody. I don't have to feel bad about killing. I didn't feel bad about Blue Roxanne at all. You didn't kill her. Yeah, but I didn't feel bad about it either. <laughs>